We need your support to bring life to Canada back to its rightful straight for free country. I mean, you know, kudos to them for, for having the bravery and the courage to donate a full 4% of every transaction from this inevitably worthless cryptocurrency towards the Freedom Convoy. So that's the idea, right? All of you, invest your real cash into this cryptocurrency. Every single time someone makes a transaction, buy or sell, 4% of that transaction is going to go towards the Freedom Convoy. The rest of it, well, I mean, that'll probably go to you, the investor, obviously. It's not going to go to, like, no one's going to pull all their money out of this at any point. Don't worry, there's safety measures in place, I'm sure to prevent that from happening. And others who just believe in free expression and the right to protest, even take away concerns about mandates and the truckers and cross-border traffic. Set that aside. How much... <laughs> well, of course, set that aside. I mean, if you remove all the elements that are a bit yikesy. Wait, why, why don't we not talk about those, uh, you know, uh, 11 people that were arrested, multiple ones that are now being charged with uh, attempted uh, murder of RCMP officers and a huge cache of uh, weapons. Let's, let's set that aside. And then can we just talk about the people who have done absolutely nothing wrong and then characterize it as such? Oh, starting with Hitler. Yes. Weird stream today. We're going to talk about Elon's Musk. Elon had a, a little tweet that he deleted. Doesn't delete a lot of tweets, you know? Some days Elon Musk will just come on the internet and he'll be like, Hey, Big Chunk is 420. <laughs> I've got like 40 kids and I'm still on the internet doing this shit. But anyways, uh, Elon Musk, the world's richest human, uh, came on Twitter today to drop this little fire of a spicy meme on the uh, on the world. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot of spice. Um, I don't think it's going to be a controversial take. To say that there's nothing you really got to hand it to him uh, when it comes to Hitler. I mean, I'm sure everyone's heard all the all the classics, you know. But he built the Autobahn. Well, no, he didn't actually. But at the same time, even if he did, when, when you've got one of the worst human beings in human history and, uh, you know, uh, some of the most uh, horrifying acts of absolute uh, genocide, uh, I don't think he got to... He got to do that. Uh, he got, uh, he got uh, you know, quickly uh, rebuked by the Auschwitz Museum. Seems like conservatives are getting rebuked quite a bit by the by the Auschwitz Museum. So so does that, you know. Criticize the overspending of a government by praising the financial policies of Hitler. Yeah. I mean, uh, I got, Elon doesn't delete a lot of tweets. He's, he's one of those people that is just kind of like, you know what, it's out there and uh, deal with it as you will. But this one, this one got taken down. I don't know, uh, I haven't looked into if, uh, you know, this spooked uh, the stock price. Probably not, right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe you could relate it down five percent today. I mean, there's so, like there's so many other factors that could play into it. It, it. it would be ridiculous to say that this was uh, due to a single tweet. Could be a lot of other things. There's always a lot of things going on in the world. Either way, uh, really, 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 really bad tweet. Musk compares Canada's Trudeau to Hitler in unhinged trucker crypto freakout. Elon Musk, the world's wealthiest man and oldest teenage boy, is showing his ass on Twitter again. In a tweet in the early hours of Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Musk posted a meme that unfavorably compared Canada's democratically elected Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to Adolf Hitler to make some deeply confused point about the anti-vaccine mandate trucker protests and cryptocurrency. Musk's post, which showed the Nazi leader alongside the caption, Stop comparing me to Justin Trudeau, I had a budget, was in reply to a report about Canada ordering financial firms to stop trading crypto wallets that are funding the chaotic vaccine protests in Ottawa. 
Not only was Musk's meme lazy, offensive, and attention-seeking, it was also completely wrong and out of date. Trudeau's government passed the budget last summer, and admittedly two years after, not doing, after two years of not doing so. Musk was seemingly angered by an article from Coindesk that reported police in Canada have identified and frozen trading on 34 crypto wallets linked to the anti-vaccine trucker-led protests. Now, I am not against this, by the way. I am not against them freezing the accounts of people directly funding uh, the occupying force in Ottawa. I'm against them doing it uh, without uh, due process. That, that That is what I'm against. Not the act itself. Uh, I think at this point, uh, considering how much there are ties to the far right in both the organization and the people handling the money uh, in the uh, occupation, that uh, I don't think it's unreasonable in any way, shape, or form to ask that uh, assets be frozen uh, that are going to be directly funding them. Musk, 50, said that he's taking COVID-19 vaccines, but has repeatedly railed against mandates, calling them an erosion of freedom. Earlier in this pandemic, he made another Nazi reference, complaining that lockdowns were fascist and breaking people's freedoms in ways that are horrible and wrong, and not why they came to America. Just last month, the Tesla CEO voiced his backing for the trucker protest, writing in a tweet, Canadian truckers rule, Big Chungus 420, 69-69. He also posted a tweet making fun of people who compared anyone they disagreed with to Hitler. <laughs> I didn't know about that one. Uh-oh, he posted the meme. <laughs> he did the one thing. The one thing. Yeah. I think a big automotive stock market analysis gave a milquetoast outlook for Tesla tech, saying that the system will become inferior to that of some traditional companies, but left uh, that some of the traditional company, oh, sorry, left hope that Tesla is still on an interesting track. Uh, but don't quote me, cursory memory reminders of the last two days or so. Yeah, no worries at all. Hey, everyone, also go check out Only, only Fact, spelt with a one uh, instead of an L. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a good channel. A lot of people have been calling me a Trudeau bootlicker, uh, in the past couple weeks and have been adding me to a lot of really, really weird lists on, uh, Twitter. Yesterday I got, uh, added to a list, uh, what is it? General F slurry. Uh, the other day it was, uh, uh, what was it? Gay as fuck, uh, R slurs, uh, and then the other one was uh Efslers who uh hate something can't remember but it was it was definitely uh in all three of them I was like there seems to be a constant theme uh with these and that is uh that uh you know gay is bad or something of that I I, I mean I, it's one of those things where I'm like I I don't like it doesn't have any power as an insult towards me there there are other things you could insult that would destroy me you know and that would cut really deep and then i would be like oh god i have to I have to take a break from social media for a little while this one this one hurt but these ones yeah they're like they're like little medals you know they're little little badges of honor uh, please keep adding me to your bizarre lists matt walsh fans uh and and trucker convoy people um it's Every single time that I've been engaging in online activity uh, and we've gotten bigger or to a certain size, uh, you can definitely tell when you kick certain hornet's nests what kind of reaction uh, comes at you. For example, go after the quartering a bunch and suddenly we get uh, a bunch of mass flaggings on our channels. I mean, I can't correlate it. Causation does not equal correlation here. Uh, but, I mean, that, that goes to show you something. Uh, make some videos on actual Justice Warrior and your comments are going to be full filled with R slurs and uh, things like Race Trader and stuff like that. Uh, also, utterly bizarre, but kind of speaks to the audience a little bit, I suppose. If you're just cultivating a world of 1350 believers, that's going to be what you get. But uh, you start going after the right and the far right in Canada uh, and you get added to all these like, well, you're, you're gay. Yeah. No homo, but you're gay. 
<laughs> All right, same with the Groypers. Groypers, same shit. Uh, was watching a video uh, two days ago on Nick Fuentes. Groyper pops up in the, the Twitch chat and it's just like, oh, you pink, blah, 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 plus you're gay. I was like, uh, yeah, I, um, that, that's no secret. <laughs> like, only 25%, of course, but like naturally, you know, uh, the, the, there you go. But uh, it shows you, shows you what kind of, uh, shows you what kind of people are, are hanging out in these crews. Um, same thing goes for, uh, what is it? What's the name of that racist uh, Nazi kangaroo? Always atheism is unstoppable. Atheism uh, is unstoppable. Didn't start getting super mad and coming after me until he found out that my mom was indigenous. It was it was like such a telling thing. And then all of a sudden started making thumbnails where it's like the Métis are a joke, fucking First Nations are a joke, uh, all this kind of shit. I was like, well, first off, First Nations and Métis are not the same thing. But anyways, yeah, uh, it's like all of a sudden it's like, ooh, oh, I get to do a racism, neat. <laughs> I mean, Lance, you're the whitest motherfucker on the planet, but ooh, this is neat. We get a new element to add to this one, you know? Uh, what up, Lost? Good to see ya. Everyone go check out Lost, S-I-O-U-X's channel. And hey, No Rain, good to see you as well. Go check out No Rain's channel, No Rain with two uh, lower lines under uh, the bottom there. Uh, mopping dog whistling again? Oh, but, but we're talking about Elon Musk and his big chunk of tweets. Here's another reason to be patriotic socialist. Nobody respects you if you hate your own people and country. Around the world, even in many countries where the USA is hated, people see hating your homeland as a sign of being unwell, out of touch, and not a good person. I don't know if this is a dog whistle. I don't. What is he dog whistling towards? Um, but I will say that I, uh, I guess, unlike Maupin, do not hate Americans. I don't. Uh, I, I don't hate Chinese people. I, I don't hate Russian people either. I, I don't. I don't hate the the people who live within the countries, even if I disagree strongly with what their governments do. In the same way, I don't hate Canadians. I love Canadians. Uh, I just, uh, I take some issues with the, with the government of Canada itself. Uh, so, so there you go. There's a, there's a thing. It's a nationalist dog whistle. Yeah, I mean, the patriotic socialism stuff just as a whole is. There's, there's definitely that. Um, do Maupin and Hinkle get along? Yes, they do. Uh, the, the, the current, I believe, uh, f well, I should say three, three horsemen and one horse person, uh, of the patriotic socialist movement are, uh, Coffin, Maupin, Hinkle, and Infrared, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, anyways, to all the people who have been saying, Lance, you are a Trudeau bootlicker and you just adore Trudeau, I want to remind everybody, uh, what occurred last year that had me absolutely enraged at Justin Trudeau, and that was this. The NDP proposed a wealth tax that would generate $60 billion over five years. And I know everyone's like, well, what is, what is $60 billion? Is that, is, is that what falls out of your pocket? When, I, Americans, I know you have a lot more money than we do, okay? You have a lot more people, too. There's 35 million people here. You, know, you have over 300 million. Come on. I understand. You're the richest country in the world, okay? You don't have to rub it in. Anyway, $60 billion is a lot of money, uh, especially to be spent exclusively on programs that will benefit uh, both the poorest Canadians and the Canadians who are suffering under COVID, uh, people with disabilities as well, frontline workers, people who are Indigenous, people who are Black uh, Canadians, people who are Latin A, all that kind of stuff, was a great idea. You know what it was? It was a modest request. Honestly, like, I would have gone so much further, but clearly I shouldn't have uh, proposed that because this alone got shut down by the Liberals and Trudeau. The NDP proposed an annual 1%. That's it. 1%. Because the idea is this. We're going to take a very small section of the population in Canada, happens to be mostly the billionaire class, who have made vast sums of profit under COVID. 
the richest people in this country, just like the richest people in America, have become infinitely more rich under these conditions. Well, of course, uh, not even the middle class, because that concept has been eroded as we speak, but the poorest Canadians have suffered immensely. So, why don't we tax the richest people in the country 1%, just 1%. 1%, you know? And I don't know if there's a separate show fallacy going on here, but everyone's like, oh, well, if they start with 1%, what are they going to ask next year? 2%? Yes, goddammit, and then 10, then 40, then 50, then fucking... Anyways, um, the PPO said the cost of the proposed measure would be uh, $10.85 billion in 2001-22, followed by 18, uh, sorry, $11 billion to $13 billion each of the subsequent years. Uh, and here was the, uh, here was the, uh, the test. This was the, what the test was going to be. $20 million dollars. If you had more than $20 million in assets, we are going to tax you 1%. It is the most re- like reasonable request. It, it is the fucking basement barrel, tax the rich, hashtag, you know, uh, Yas Queen uh, request in the world. It is, it, is, it is absolutely fucking pittance to the people who have over $20 million in assets in order to pay for things that are desperately needed. And and the thing that, like, really... Uh, okay, well, two things really fucking piss me off about this. One, uh, the richest people in the country, uh, they should be getting a fucking wake-up call, a reckoning, that this, like, gross inequality that continues to expand in all these Western democracies, you cannot have a working uh, uh, democracy in which, you know, people are getting strangled on one end and you expect to continue to uh, accrue vast sums of untold wealth at the hands of the workers in the country because that's how the system is working while at the same time not want to do anything to help them who are going to buy your cars who are going to fucking shop for your shit who is going to buy all this stuff who's going to like you need the people you need them to not be on the verge of bankruptcy and deciding whether or not they have to choose between paying for this or supporting their kids or paying for like operations or healthcare or eye care or pharmacare things like that you need them to be healthy when they are healthy it benefits you but we've gotten so detached, like they've, they've gotten so far removed from reality that they live in this world where they must regard the poorest individuals in society as fucking vermin, as, as vermin. Just like it's the same reason why people don't seem to care about the opioid crisis in the way they really should, because it's like, well, what is it a whole bunch of addicts who are just dying on the streets? I mean, it kind of feels like the problem solving itself, right? Like th- this mentality has gotten so out of control. People say now that we live in a gilded age and then other people are like we live in a worse time than the gilded age. So again, a 1% tax on those who own more than $20 million in assets is not unreasonable, is is not unreasonable. In fact, it, it, it seems like what I would consider to be what should be like the first step, a, a baby step, a stepping stone. Nonetheless, it was too much for the liberals. And that's what really pisses me off. The liberals, all these MPs who are supposed to represent the will of the people and their constituents, this was an overwhelmingly popular policy in Canada. But again, you know, when you are representing, uh, you know, the corporate class, when you happen to be part of, like, you know, neoliberal policies in this country, well, yeah, we don't want to go along this route, you know. Let's, we'll, we'll find another way to kind of make things work for everybody in this country. So, no, I do not like Justin Trudeau. I fucking hate Justin Trudeau. Shame on you, alt-right, for having, like, put me in a position where people uh, now think that I have to defend Justin Trudeau on a regular basis just because I don't believe in the alt-right eroding democracy in this country. Just because I don't believe in a handful of people who who read fucking Mein Kampf in the morning who suddenly think, oh, yeah, well, we can get rid of this person and instill our own form of government, hee-hee, tee-hee, keck, uh, that, yeah, that, that that's not becoming uh, of a society in which I want to live. That, like, I, I blame the truckers. 
I blame the truckers in all of this. The goddamn truckers. Uh, by the way, they're debating right now in Parliament in Canada. Uh, just going to listen in for two seconds because Matthew Green uh, spoke for a little bit. I want to hear what he has to say about all this. Don't worry, I'll get past the French. The Intrepid Try to understand it now. I dare you. Can you understand a word that is happening? With me talking on top of it too? Do you have any idea what's going on? Because I don't. Yeah, this is the quality of programming you got here. Yeah, that's right. Wait, what about like this? It's much easier. It's much easier to understand now. Not the translator. This is unique, right? The person who's speaking, he doesn't sound drunk, but the translator sounds fucking wasted right now. It's years Mr. Speaker, for three weeks, the city of Ottawa and border crossings across the country have been under siege by blockades and occupations. People in Ottawa have been criminally harassed, assaulted, and are afraid to leave their homes. The declaration of a public order emergency is a result of the failure of all levels of government failing to keep the public safe. It's Canadians Green, are rightly concerned about these unprecedented measures being enacted and about the precedent it will set. I am too. It will be critical over the course of the debate over these next few days for the government to clearly explain why they believe the conditions to enact this emergency order have been met. There is no time for talking points, spin, or partisan Agreed. attacks. Canadians deserve honest answers, accurate information, and clear reasoning. Conversely, the opposition has an important role to hold the government to account, to ask serious questions, and refrain from overheating rhetoric. Mr. Speaker, today marks an important moment in our history, and there will be much work to do in these weeks, months, and years to come. We must work to rebuild trust in our institutions, and that work must begin now. I don't know what you mean by lead, but uh, I am for uh, them doing it, just doing it with due process. Uh, that's that's basically the difference. I'm not, I'm not against them uh, freezing uh, the accounts of people who are receiving funding uh, directly that is going to the occupiers at this point. Lance, if only they would have kept uh, the treaties and not broken them, then this would have been over on day one. <laughs> you see what the real problem here and no one realizes is that this could have been solved by Landvac years ago. I mean, you know, if we had, if we had just reverted a whole bunch of uh, areas back to the indigenous populations. I mean, I think a lot of this has to do with a massive failure uh, of people uh, to recognize what exactly the convoy was, and they let they let it got they let this get astroturfed so far, including uh, the police of Ottawa, uh, letting this get astroturfed as a workers' revolt. The honorable deputy de Okay, well, I wanted to hear that one. There's also, I believe, a quick discussion. Well, let's see what Jugmeat had to say. Canadians are now wondering what the plan is to get out of this pandemic. We know that the plan to get out of this pandemic has to include a science-based approach and it has to include an approach to invest in our healthcare system. So will the Prime Minister commit to making sure our healthcare system is never again in the fear of collapsing and that we have an evidence-based plan for us to move past? 
They're doing it now through the through the Emergency Measures Act. They are doing it without due process. That is correct, Puddle. This pandemic. Here, here. The Honorable Deputy Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, our country is moving past this pandemic thanks to the hard work, thanks to the common sense. I am such a, like, uh, I can't stand Chris, uh, Christia Freeland. Um, I, I also, I don't like this idea that, like, uh, we're, we're getting past it. We're over it. Has anyone been following what's going on in Denmark right now? Because I know I, I brought up some some stats on, on Denmark not too long ago, and uh, I had a lot of Danish people who were like, oh, this is just because you don't understand how the system's working in Denmark right now, but it happens to be that there isn't uh, an increase in the actual ICU capacity. So things are actually, they're actually working out okay. Um, and then a, a couple days went by, and then all of a sudden there was a whole bunch uh, of new information that was coming out, and it was like this is this is not a good situation. They're they're setting uh, there there are new things popping up because there's like it's not a new variant, but there is a new sub variant of Omicron. I believe it's called BS two, if I'm not mistaken. I'll pull up the the link so I'm not talking out of my ass here. Um, that is proving to be actually <sighs> I don't want to down everyone, but uh, bad. The, the the BA2, thank you. Bad bad is the word. Uh and uh Quebec right now is in a very, very bad way. I'll pull up that thread in a bit uh, later to show you what exactly is happening in an area where BA2 is starting to uh no not PS2. I mean if it was PS2 it'd be great. Of Canadians. But it's really bad. The fact that ninety percent of Canadians are vaccinated, thanks to the heroism of our healthcare workers and our essential workers. For that reason, Mr. Speaker, Canada has one of the best outcomes in the Western world when it comes to mortality mm -hmm. rates. Had we Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker. As you can all tell by now, because we've watched a lot of like uh, British Parliament, it doesn't—it just doesn't have the same panache, you know. There isn't there isn't the same kind of yelling. Everyone has a little too much decorum, and like they—they—they they, they don't when they go in for digs, they never land quite the same, you know. You're never gonna have like a Boris Johnson-esque Canadian who stands up and is like, "Oh yes, well look upon that person over there who seems to be a little bit similar to what I would consider to be a, a bottle of Pepto Bismol, you know, pink on the inside, pink on the outside, if I do say so myself." Oh, yes, Mrs. <laughs> A gavel, please. Mr. Speaker, this Tuesday, 54 potential unmarked graves were found at Kisikusi First Nation. Three weeks ago, Williams Lake First Nation announced that a survey had identified 93 potential unmarked graves on the site of the former St. Joseph Mission Residential School. Nearly a year ago, Canada was rocked by the discovery of 200 probable unmarked graves on the grounds of the former Kamloops Indian Residential School. Despite all this evidence, some still deny the actual le legacy of residential schools and claim the number of unmarked graves is exaggerated. Mr. Speaker, I find this very troubling and unacceptable. Could the Minister of Crown and Indigenous Relations co Mr. comment Mr. on what our government is doing to support the survivors of these residential schools? Il n'y a pas de rappel au règlement s'il n'y a pas quelque chose de technique qui se passe. Il y a de l'accommodation qui se fait dans la chambre. And uh, I just want to say that there is okay, accommodation that takes place in the chamber. Sometimes, technically, it doesn't always work. I believe we had everything tested that worked out fairly well. I believe. Oh man, like I, I, I went to this part because I wanted to say that this was an important issue that was brought up. There was another uh, discovery of 54 unmarked graves uh, near a residential school and uh, it's gotten zero press. And I, I heard they were going to debate about it or at least talk about it or bring it up here. Um, but now we're just the translation took place. 
la traduction prend place. Alors, si vous n'entendez pas la traduction, s'il vous plaît, laissez-moi le, le savoir. If you don't hear the translation, c'est arrêté. The translation stopped. Alors, so did it stop? No. A little bit of understanding, a little bit of compassion, so that we can all work together in the house. The honourable minister. Last summer, in light of the devastating findings in Kamloops and Kalasis, our government announced an additional 329 million dollars to support Indigenous communities in their search for loved ones robbed at such a young age, in their efforts to memorialize their loss and their quest for closure. Residential schools were a reality in this country for well over 150 years, and the effects are still felt painfully today. To the survivors who are speaking out, including my friend and member who spoke, as well as those who continue to suffer in silence, we believe you, Canada believes you. The Honourable Member. Well, I mean, that's pretty definitive. Hopefully uh, that may uh, affect the future reporting of a Lauren Southern or people who want to ally with her opinions on it, but we'll see. Anyways, there was a bunch of controversy in Canada yesterday uh, related to a appearance on Fox News. There was a conservative MP who went on Fox News. I'm going to play you a little bit of that uh, event and... Um, Justin Trudeau called out appearing on Fox News to talk about this, uh, and immediately uh, it became controversial because the MP is Jewish, uh, and Justin Trudeau mentioned that, uh, you know, if you are siding with uh, the, the occupation at this point, you are siding with people who brandish swastikas and other stuff like that. So then it became this big thing. It's the reason why the word swastika and the word holocaust are trending in Canada uh, right now as a result of that. Uh, it's now being used as a political tool where both sides are arguing because of it. Um, if you want to see the Fox News segment after, Would you of course, an ad because I wasn't clever enough to play it before. Fox News pronounced Justin Trudeau a blackface enthusiast <laughs> as the network aired a critical interview about how Canadian Prime Minister... Okay, I gotta, I, I gotta give that one to Fox. That's funny. <laughs> That's now really the eyes funny. of the world are on Ottawa tonight as Freedom Convoy protesters prepare for major police action in the coming hours. So you got tow trucks; they're already on standby. And earlier today, police began a mass ticketing campaign, warning protesters, "You must leave the area now. Anyone blocking the streets are committing a criminal offense, and you may be arrested." Police liaisons even told protesters they would be pushed out by tomorrow. Now, meanwhile, Trudeau's authoritarian tactics have sparked a massive backlash abroad and at home. Wait, Fox, are you against that? Did you understand the difference between a peaceful protest and people who are an occupying force in a city? There's just two very distinct things. This evolved from what, like, what happens on Parliament Hill on Saturdays, where thousands of people convene outside of the Parliament uh, with with banners and signs and 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 scream at the Prime Minister. That is all. That is all protesting. You, that that is completely fine. If you are blocking major roads in and out of the center of the city and then setting up encampments where you're then putting hot tubs and uh, bouncy castles, barbecues, stuff like that, but we're talking about two different things. In fact, today Trudeau was taken to task on the floor of Parliament where he let his true colors fly. 
If Canadians are to trust their government, their government needs to trust Canadians. Those are the words of the Prime Minister in 2015. These people, very often misogynistic, racist, women haters, science deniers, the fringe. Same Prime Minister six years later as he fans the flames of an unjustified national emergency. Conservative Party members can stand with people who wave swastikas. They can stand with people who wave uh, the Confederate flag. We will choose to stand with Canadians who deserve to be able to get to their jobs, who be able to get their lives back. Now, the courageous member of Parliament you just saw, Melissa Lansing, <laughs> joins... That's really funny. Oh, wow. Fox. ...me now. Uh, MP Lanceman, um, thank you for joining us tonight. Now, Thanks for having tell me. Us, tell us what was going through your mind when you heard his reference to swastikas. Look, this is not a surprise to me. Uh, you just said it. This is his true colors. I sit there and watch him draw, uh, divide uh, and wedge and stigmatize uh, Canadians every single day. And today, the rest of Canada saw a G7 prime minister go after a Jewish member of parliament and then walk away Conservative and not Vipo. apologize. Do you think there is an anti-Semitic <laughs> element to this or was it just a slip, a verbal slip? Well, look, I think that words matter. And if you looked at my inbox in my office and you saw what my what my staff was uh, looking at, when you accuse somebody of standing with a swastika, you get you get an influx of people calling you a Nazi, and that's not okay. And he is driving that. He's been. Oh, I just like I'd love to know what's happening in the, like the production room right now. It's like okay, all right, number four, cut to number five. Okay, do we have the uh, the compilation ready? Yeah. Okay, so just start putting up all the blackface. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Yeah. Do we have all of them? Well, how many? Eyes? Oh, there's a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, get them all in there, okay? Do, do, do we have the one where it's just like head to toe? Yeah, put that one in there. Maybe that one first, then we'll we'll cut to the other one. Uh, yeah, the, okay, yeah, yeah, that one's there. Okay, good, Let, let's do it. Driving division in this country uh, throughout this, uh, uh, throughout the, um, uh, was since the protest started, since before the protest started. It never stops. It never stops. <laughs> it just said giant letters at the bottom. Blackface enthusiast. <laughs> Well, they show the compilation of them. For his Holy political get, uh, uh, gain. And I think his leadership is in trouble, the country's in trouble, and he's lost control of the situation. Now, I would like to play now what happened. I, I gotta be honest, I'm assuming, uh, just in, in good faith here, in the goodest of faith, the Conservative MP was uh, unaware that this was how the entire segment was going to be presented uh, in this absolutely hilarious of ways. Uh, Fox News, wow. Uh, all right. ...happened when you did demand the apology from Trudeau. Watch. I think he owes me an apology. I'd like an apology, and I think he owes an apology to all members of this house. He's not here. He's not here. Now, MP Lansman, he actually left after insulting you like that. Uh, that was... Did he... Mic drop in Parliament... His response, kind of, hit run and hide is kind of his uh, trademark at this point. Your reaction? Yeah, look, he's he's lost control, and I'll I'll just give your uh, you know your viewers. I can't call that out. There's rules that say that I can't call that out. Okay. Uh, but he is he is not like he was not there. He he has not apologized, uh, and I expect an apology. I got to tell you, Canada is. 
Wow, I love that. <laughs> that's gonna, that's gotta be like, uh, there are rules that uh, you know do not permit me from calling him an absolute piece of shit. So I will not say that he's an absolute piece of shit. But let me remind you about a person I cannot call an absolute piece of shit. That the following needs to be said: the best country in the world. My parents chose it. I'm a child of uh, of a grandchild of Holocaust uh, survivors. Uh, and to watch what is happening and what the prime minister is driving in this country is frankly egregious. How much hate has been directed at you and others who just believe in free expression and the right to protest, even take away concerns about mandates and the truckers and cross-border traffic? Set that aside. How much... <laughs> well, of course, set that aside. I mean, if you remove all the elements that are a bit yikesy. Wait, why, why don't we not talk about those, uh, you know, uh, 11 people that were arrested, multiple ones that are now being charged with uh, attempted uh, murder of RCMP officers and a huge cache of uh, weapons. Let's, let's set that aside. And then can we just talk about the people who have done absolutely nothing wrong and then characterize it as such? Tate, have you seen out there just directed... Look, I think the division, the division in this country is growing, and it's it's being it, it's growing because of the prime minister's rhetoric on this. We've got an urban urban rural divide. We've got a an east west uh, divide, and that's being wedged uh, uh, by the prime minister. I'm the party's transport uh, critic, so we've been calling uh, to an end to these mandates, uh, particularly the cross border trucking mandate, uh, since earlier this year. We are one of how are you going to call an end to the mandate in the U.S.? What are you going to do about that? Are you going to invade the U.S.? Is this the prelude to the Canadian-U.S. war we've all been hearing so much about? Uh. Meanwhile, the uh, the current leader of the Conservative Party of Canada is pulling the whole y'all are communists. Obviously, nobody in this house uh, believes that a government should be overthrown, although I have seen that members, colleagues had a number of pro-communist marches, and so exactly. not sure if that means he endorses communism. What are you talking about? I, I'm I'm really curious. I, I love that. Like this starts with like, okay, obviously, uh, no conservative leader is going to talk about how I endorse the overthrow of a government, even though that happens to be one of the demands. <laughs> That's the only other demand they've made. But anyways, uh, they're mostly peaceful protesters. Don't worry about it. But hey, I'm I'm going to put this out just right at the beginning. Uh, what about that time when y'all were marching with the communists? What about the communist marches in Canada? And I was like, whoa, I must have missed them. Where where was I? I, I would have been front and center. What was going on there? <laughs> is when history looks back on this, conservatives will have stood up with Canadians, millions of Canadians, vaccinated Canadians, Canadians who are blue-collar workers, Canadians who are white-collar workers, Canadians who have had enough of a prime minister who has divided, wedged, stigmatized, and traumatized them. And the blue party that has white stood collar. with that prime colors. minister is that member and his NDP colleagues, and it's shameful. Yeah. Oh, rubble, rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble, rubble. What does she want? She wants to play political theater. It's what all the conservatives want right now. Right now is a very tough time for the conservatives. They want to support this, but at the same time, things got a little bit too... Uh-oh, y'all are shutting down bridges. Uh, well, what do we do about this? Uh-oh, a whole bunch of you have been found with a bunch of weapons, and you were going to, like, try and assassinate RCMP officers. Well, uh, yikes. This is... Uh, well, okay, we're, we're just going to say a few bad apples. Uh, those ones we won't talk about. Uh, it, it's just like Lauren Grimm's just did on Fox News, right? It's like, okay, you know, putting aside a couple of people who blocked uh, some of the borders and some of the other stuff, this is mostly just a peaceful protest at the end of the day. Why aren't more people supporting it? Why is it like, you know, this got to a point where here's the current polling. Two-thirds of Canadians support Trudeau's use of emergency act against the protesters. Two-thirds of Canadians support Prime Minister oh, Justin Trudeau's decision. yeah. 
Kevin Logan! Welcome in, Raiders! You're probably going from British news to Canadian news. The good news is we both follow the Queen, so you won't be, uh, you won't be that far gone from, uh, from the strange. So, so don't worry. Uh, we both, we both kiss the, the scepter, uh, around these parts. Welcome, uh, to the Queen's Report. Uh, hey, everybody, can you go to twitch.tv slash kflogan1875? Give him a follow back. Uh, he is, he is good. He's good. That's as, as, as much uh, elaboration as I can say right now, because I'm trying to read this. Uh, the Mary Public Opinion Poll shows the majority support for the measure in every province across the country, with more than 70% of those in BC, Atlantic Canada, and Quebec strongly in favor, uh, while 65% of those in Ontario approve. Those most likely to oppose the act can be found in Alberta and Saskatchewan, but even then it's 49% and 43% in Alberta. You couldn't even get a majority in Alberta. That's, like, that's how far things have gotten. Uh, that, like, that's wild. That's absolutely wild. So yeah, conservatives are playing a little dance right now. Uh, let's check in on uh, how the protests are going. Get down here, guys. There's a hot tub. You can come in the hot tub. There's a I miss my hot tub. I've been here 15 days. I miss my hot tub. I'm bringing my suit down. Lord Couture, thank you. But it's good for the muscle. Oh yeah, right. I'm going to bring my suit down later. Are you in the truck? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Abby's got a good bed. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, stay strong. Right? No. All right. I'm not going to posture here and say I've been in a fuck ton of union drives. I haven't. I've been in one uh, One back when I was working in a movie theater. Uh, there was a union and there was some pushback and that was my my uh, union striking experience. But I have been in a fuck ton of uh, demonstrations, public protests, uh, whether it be for environmental issues, indigenous issues. And even when I was super, super young, uh, it was for uh, uh, protests to legalize marijuana. I think that was the first one I ever went to. Sorry, everybody. I was 16 at the time and I, I was just I was politically charged and activated about a topic that uh, definitely concerns, uh, you know, the vast majority of the public. But anyways, I, I've been to a lot of demonstrations, been to a lot of protests. Uh, I've never been to one with hot tubs. Never been to, to, to one that has uh, blow-up castles. Uh, I've never been never been to a strike uh, that had, uh, you know, a, a BBQ cookout station. Uh, never... Never never been to that. Never never seen that before. So, you know, it's uh, not, not exactly something I'm familiar with, but I guess uh, we're all learning together about what's taking place. By the way, Patrick King, one of the four founding members of the protest itself, now. turns out he's been using the whole thing to push his cryptocurrency. Yeah, Patrick King has a cryptocurrency, and if you really want to help out with the protest, you gotta buy in on the ground floor. And don't worry, he's very clear, most of the money, most, will be going towards the protesters. Yep. The next one. We need to talk about FCT. 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 Ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, we brother. We have a short window right now. Oh yeah. We have a short window. That short we window. need to get all the truckers' information out. We need to get everybody out 100% in six days to initiate all the tokens to all the truckers. So transport drivers that were part of the convoy and are still part of the ongoing occupation, well, I would say peaceful protest in Ottawa, not the occupation, that's the wrong choice of word. That's ah, okay. the lefties' choice of words. Ah, yeah. We the need you guys left. to start helping us with the FCT coin. FCT we need to coin. Get the truckers onto freedom convoy token 
www.ghostbusters.com so that we can get these truckers registered and give them their free money. They've got free coin out there. We brought the developers in from Montreal and we brought them to come and bring all that information out to everybody. And, and it's going to go. And this is just a, a 100% amazing thing that some great people put together uh, for the opportunity for everybody to I can't believe my my ears right now. This is just free money for everyone. Who knew? What well, what a wonderful development. Turns out uh, we can throw cryptocurrency scams in the midst of all of it. So when you're buying your FTC coin, and uh, we've heard a little bit about uh, a new phenomenon that's happening. You know, you usually see it with really huge streamers. Uh, let's just say like the Phase uh, crew, that kind of stuff, who are like, hey, uh, we want to help the kids. And so buy the Save the Children token. And then the money will be used to save the children. The money generated, of course, from uh, the inherent value that'll increase from our token uh so so do that it's not going to be a rug pull don't worry no no one like we have safety measures in place in place safe and secure to make sure that no one can do a rug pull in this regard and that your money will be secure and it'll definitely definitely 100 go towards saving the kids that's uh, it's a real thing that's going to happen so please my fans all my loyal fans take all your hard-earned cash that you make and then pour it into this cryptocurrency that'll definitely and I promise you, increase in value. And, and so now we have that, except it's the trucker edition. So everybody, uh, if Patrick King hasn't, you can, uh, hasn't convinced you of uh, the quality of his character, let's just say that. If he hasn't convinced you uh, that he is a stand-up individual who believes in the superiority of the Anglo-Saxon race, uh, now you have the opportunity to get in on the ground fucking floor. <laughs> <laughs> and just just watch what happens, you know? I mean, when you're dealing with something as massive as, say, like, uh, one of the largest uh, gaming teams in the world, and it turns out that they can fucking scam, you know, tens of thousands of their fans, what do you fucking think Pat King is going to be doing with this fucking FTC coin? Like, hey, I know this is too low stakes for CoffeeZilla, but I beg you, CoffeeZilla, look into this one. Just, it'll be funny. It'll, it'll be really, it might be too political for you, but it'll be really funny. Please, just look into the receipts, track the wallets, find out everything from the from the, the background on in. I, I am so curious. I'm so curious to learn what's going to go on with this one. Have a little piece of, of uh, I guess, freedom is what we're trying to sell here. To be fair, it will go up in price until they dump. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's exactly the reason why. Get in now. I mean, hey, just don't be the last man standing. You know, you just don't want to be the last man. I don't know why I keep saying this term, the last man standing. But just make sure you're not the last man standing when you're investing in what is sure to be a very lucrative opportunity for all of these people. We're selling freedom. And you have the opportunity They're yourself, selling Canada. freedom. Hey, that's a great way to brand this. He's not just selling you a cryptocurrency that has no inherent value. He's selling you fucking freedom. You can now buy freedom. Americans. I don't see why you're not more jazzed up about this. You always talk about freedom, you know, freedom ain't free, USA forever, USA number one. You could buy freedom right now, buy it directly from Canada, buy some Canadian freedom and then you use it on in America. To either go onto the website and invest in it yourself to help the truckers. Okay. Or the, these truckers, you have freedom convoy token. And this is generating on its own. So we're at Okay, hold on. Let's let's check this out if it hasn't been shut down already. <laughs> Freedomconvoytoken.com. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Okay. Alright. I was like, one day? Alright. Ooh, this looks a little a little official here. Contract, Freedom Convoy Token, Chart Community. The biggest Canadian and now worldwide cause in history. 
This is the biggest worldwide cause in history. I didn't know that. I'm learning right now. An investor in the Freedom Convoy ecosystem, you are not only supporting a cause that can decide the future of all Canadian people's freedom, but also your own freedom, wherever you come from. Holding FCT means you generate passive income regularly through our 4% native token redistribution on every transaction. Buy and sell. Ooh, that sounds nice. What is FCT? The Freedom Convoy project was born out of centralization issues with fiat currency platforms such as GoFundMe. Being able to push our cause to a worldwide audience with no entity to control our vision meant going decentralized. Canadians and worldwide investors all across the globe can voice their concerns through such a cause as another 4% of every transaction goes to the Freedom Convoy. 4%. <laughs> That's how much it's going to the Freedom <laughs> Sorry, 4% of every transaction. I, I, should, I should stipulate that. It's not just 4% overall. It's 4% of every transaction is going to go to the Freedom Convoy Foundation. We need your support to bring life to Canada back to its rightful straight for a free country. I mean, you know, kudos to them for, for having the bravery and the courage to donate a full 4% of every transaction from this inevitably worthless cryptocurrency towards the Freedom Convoy. So that's the idea, right? All of you, invest your real cash into this cryptocurrency. Every single time someone makes a transaction, buy or sell, 4% of that transaction is going to go towards the Freedom Convoy. The rest of it, well, I mean, that'll probably go to you, the investor, obviously. It's not going to go to, like, no one's going to pull all their money out of this at any point. Don't worry, there's safety measures in place, I'm sure, to prevent that from happening. How to buy? Download and set up MetaMask. Buy and send BNB to MetaMask. Uh, buy BNB on exchange. Binance, Coinbase, KuCoin. Transfer the tokens to the MetaMask address. Go to PancakeSwap. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I think at this point... Uh, oh, and paste this address. Sorry. Set the slippage tolerance to 12%. Sometimes it may be 16, depending on how much demand there is. Swap BNB for FCT. Now you need to add Freedom Convoy token to your MetaMask or Trust Wallet to view your FCT. Watch your wallet grow. <laughs> you lost everyone around the first step. <laughs> Like, like, okay, the normie who knows nothing about cryptocurrency is not really ready to join, I'd say, an online marketplace to buy and sell their cryptocurrency. What they want is they want their probably, like, their local bank, say, like, if you're a Canadian Royal Bank of Canada, to just be able to buy and sell cryptocurrency through that because they just want to, ooh, play, because this sounds fun. I hear a lot about this Bitcoin, you see. Maybe I'll buy myself one of them. Oh, that's how much one costs? Well, maybe I'll buy one one-hundredth of one and just for a fun, for a lark. That's how the normies invest in cryptocurrency. You've added the ne next step. All right, download MetaMask and crypto wallet. So already people are like, "What's a crypto wallet? What 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 does it do? How do how does the money exist? Where do I keep it? How do, okay, fine, I'm gonna download MetaMask. Then you need to send uh, cryptocurrency. So turn your real money into a regular cryptocurrency that a lot of people exchange already, such as Bitcoin, right? A very popular one. Then use that and then uh, transfer that to your online wallet, the MetaMask wallet. Then once you've done that, you have to go to PancakeSwap because that's the only market I guess that's accepting F uh, FCT coin. It's not a very publicly traded cryptocurrency so it's not like other cryptocurrencies where you're going to be able to just go into markets and then buy and sell and trade you have to go to one specific one that is going to accept it as a currency for now for now they can reject it at any time you know those those uh those markets uh oftentimes will give you like little alerts and emails being like hey by the way we're removing uh poo coin uh within the next month please buy sell or trade your poo coin now uh then it will no longer be available in the market uh yeah you you lost them very early on in this process Truckers FCT claim. Attention all truckers and supporters, you may be eligible for free FCT. Please join our Telegram. 
Uh, they need your, your legal name, photo of the applicant, BSE wallet address, services provided, date joined to the convoy, place of residency, locations include. Ugh, I really feel like when this whole thing gets raided by CSIS, you're building up a big, a big database of uh, individuals. Our roadmap. Oh, you actually have like a, what is this going to be, a white paper? Fundraising our Canadian cause. Start of development on a GoFundMe like killer decentralized platform. All right, so I guess we're here. Uh, what comes next? normally they outline what the next like three or four years are going to be so people don't get nervous about putting real money into something that may not have any inevitable future there's there's that uh do you have a link king of rome i'll, I'll turn to that immediately oh look at the team pat king already on one of the founders nice owen swiderski george billings i like how they're just listed what what is your official title uh, sorry title uh, oh i'm a freedom fighter Ah, okay. So the four founders, all of them are freedom fighters. And then these are the devs. Castro! Castro, no. Why? Why, why, why did you rise? Why, why did you rise from the grave to do this to us, Castro? Man, this is... I mean, the commies are going to have a hard time walking away from this one. Yeah, Fidel betrayed us. FCT partners. None yet. But they're coming. Oh, they're coming. Jokes aside, everybody, it's just like, it's so, like, of course, of fucking course, of course this whole thing is turning into a cryptocurrency scam. Like, every, every single person is grifting from all corners of the internet to try and get everything they can. Asking everybody to go check it out, see check how you feel, out. see what you think about it, look at it, and look. The big issue and what they're talking about in the newspapers right now is that they're going after bank accounts, personal bank accounts. They're stopping guilty. Our, they got our, mine. They're stopping our flow of money here. This is a solution, and not only is it a solution, it's going to put money, free money, in these people's hands. And we also have a group on Telegram, and the link is on our, our the webpage, freedomconvoytoken.com. So you're going to get help to learn this technology and how to use it, and how to turn it into cash and resources that you need. And we're okay. Okay, let's explain a couple things just so everyone understands this. And this is actually going to be an olive branch for any of you hate uh, viewers right now. If you're hate watching me, if you happen to be a trucker and you're like, oh, I just want to laugh at uh, Lance, the fucking uh, gay communist over here. Uh, let, let me tell you a couple things very, very quickly. When you have a cryptocurrency in Canada, such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, you may have heard of them. Uh, the second you turn that Bitcoin or Ethereum into the monies, a.k.a. into Canadian dollars... You have to report that. You that you can't just do that and it's like free money and it just comes out of nowhere. If you put a dollar into Bitcoin when it started and now you have whatever Bitcoin is worth, $64,000, and you cash out that $64,000, you have to declare that as profit in your taxes, as income that you have received. So this is not like a, a decentralized currency. Unless, unless you found a handful of stores that are accepting FTC, if you can walk up into a, a Tim Hortons and be like, oh, hey there, buddy. I was hoping to buy myself a double-double and a couple donuts, a couple of damn Timbits there, eh? Uh, did you accept FTC coin? Or what, what, you're saying, what the fuck is that? Oh, that, 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 happen, that happens to be the, the, the new trucker cryptocurrency, they told me. I, I, just, I just put my life savings into it, eh? Oh, just about, uh, you know, $50,000 into this FTC coin. I got a whole bunch of them, too. It's, it's amazing. I, you spend $1 and you get, like, 100,000 of them. It's, it, I feel really rich now. I've got, like, $4 trillion in FTC coin. Oh, but you don't take it then, eh? Okay. All right. We're going to have to figure something out then. We're basically giving it away. It started at $20. Today is $300 bills. 
within two, three days, we're going to be handing out thousand dollar bills to everybody involved. And, and we're going to train them on how to use that. <laughs> okay. Trust the grifters, everyone, please. Trust the people selling you the cryptocurrency to like be giving you real money in the real world as what? Prizes? <laughs> It's like, hey, to everyone who invested in MCC coin, here's some cash. We're just going to dole it out. And turn that into tangible items they need in the moment. And that goes around and they can't stop. Raven, if they do that by the time they swipe their card, the coffee will be like $20. Well, I mean, that's only if it's fluctuating wildly because it's like some brand new cryptocurrency that has ties to the far right. This is one of the founders, the guy who said that Anglo-Saxons have pure bloodlines and that like the trans and gay agenda are trying to depopulate the white race. That's the cryptocurrency you should be investing in. So we're putting our next... And I know a lot of people are like, well, it's just the alt-right scamming the alt-right. Why do you care about that, right? I mean, like, there are people who are not alt-right uh, or maybe not even, like, far-right who who genuinely believe in, like, what is going on right now as, like, either a fuck Trudeau or a, a freedom protest who are probably going to pour some money into this because they're buying into these scams. That's on the line here to get this out. And if anybody is wise, they're listening to us and they're on this. It's taken off like a rocket the first day it took off. And also... Uh, this asshole is way more prominent than, I don't know, uh, Joe Canadian, uh, I hate, uh, Muslims, uh, 69 or whatever, who's going to be investing in him. Pat King suddenly getting a huge influx of money is a very bad thing. Pat King suddenly having a large amount of money to do with what he pleases is a very bad thing. That's money directly going into someone who is a spokesperson for the alt-right in Canada. It's going places, and I've advised all my friends to get involved in how we do it. They're going to start passing legislation soon that they're going to incorporate it with social credit system. They're going to be using no. language that we don't understand because we don't know the room. technology. We're you are describing you cryptocurrency. That is how cryptocurrency works. Hand and teach you this technology and help the freedom fighters to keep fighting for freedom you want to reward these guys compound factor thank you for the prime that's like this is they're doing the exact scam in real time they're like okay you know uh, what we want you to do is that we want you to invest into our cryptocurrency we're going to teach you how to use it so the deep state doesn't get you they're going to try and uh, use all these fancy words you know and like so meanwhile what you got to do is you got to buy the specific wallet and then you got to get a whole bunch of real bitcoin transfer that bitcoin into the specific wallet once you've done that you can then enter a market called pancake what pancake slack or whatever go into pancake slack then use that bitcoin transfer it into your account in pancake slack that you've just created then transfer your bitcoin into ftc coin and and then withdraw the FTC coin and put it back into your wallet and then just hold on to it until reasons. We'll, we'll find out. We'll figure this out as we go along. We're teaching each other, really. And we're brave. You want to honor them? <laughs> oh, that could not be more appropriate. Whole thing ended with a fart. To keep fighting for freedom. You want to reward these guys who stood up and were brave? You want to honor them? <laughs> <laughs> FTT, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Invest FCC. Yeah, FTC. FTC, boys. We're doing it. We're getting all the FTC today. In an emotional video tonight, protest organizer Tamara Lich seems to accept that she is going to jail. There's a pretty good chance. Well, I think it's inevitable at this point. But, uh,. I'll probably be going somewhere tomorrow where I'll be getting three square meals a day <laughs> and that's okay.
I um, I'm okay with that. And I want you to know that I'm not afraid. I'll not afraid. All right. Lich also offers prayers and calls for love for police, journalists, and Justin Trudeau uh, of the They Know Not What They Do variety. Uh, okay. When you fly a fuck Trudeau sign. Clean up your room. Thank you, Issa Holben. Uh, he has three kids. Almost a year, wow. Just like me. Oh shit, Chris Barber was arrested. Looks like Chris Barber, aka Big Red, Saskatchewan organizer for the Kennedy Unity Freedom Convoy. Can we get a uh, clip of Pat King next? Well, they can't arrest Pat King. He's got too much FTC coin. Wow. Not gonna lie, finally. So she's straight up going to be a martyr. Something else to keep in mind. Nonprofit Act of Canada, and uh, under the Nonprofit Act of Canada, an audit is required by law mm -hmm. to have that done. So uh, applied to for, to the TD Bank to have a an account set up in that nonprofit and to have all the monies rolled over into the nonprofit organization. Uh, however, uh, unfortunately, they would not open up the bank account. So it's like. Um, uh, how can you have it both ways, right? How can you say uh, you got the wrong kind of bank account and then not let us correct it? Um, so the sh unfortunately, the shenanigans kind of started right away. Yeah. And um, uh, the nonprofit organization was incorporated on January 30th. As soon as I found out um, that the, the you know the fundraiser just took off to the moon, um, and uh, so that's what we did there. Um, and just to give you an update. Uh, we did successfully get a bank account set up for the nonprofit organization through a credit union. I won't name them because um, they have, I, I would, in my opinion, they've been pretty good. Yeah. And um, but then once the emergency act occurred, uh, they got really scared, pulled uh, the nonprofit organization's membership, and shut the account down. And it's gone. And it's gone. Yep. It just it's gone. Yeah, we uh, we have no way of really knowing uh, or holding Tamara Lich accountable, but uh, I guess that one million dollars that GoFundMe released uh, it's it's because of the Emergency Measures Act and they locked the account down. So uh, yeah, don't don't worry, everybody though. Uh, the truckers will get their their funds in some way or another. Uh, the FTC coin, of course, uh, could uh, provide provisions at this point. So it's just uh, one thing after the other. You know, we're trying to uh, do the right thing with the donors' money. And then the government will step in, scare the living heck out of uh, a bunch of, uh, you know, bankers, tell them to shut our accounts down. And then, um, you know, it stalls everything. It makes us not be able to do what we want to do. And, oh, man, if you're reading the comments here, keep up the wonderful work. All of you uh, held set up by lovers, uh, the God bless. Get an American account. Just a suggestion. Not sure if the Canadian communist government could get to it then. So proud of you for everything you're trying to do. God grant you strength. Yeah. And, um, and, and use the money how you feel. Thank you. Thank you. You don't need to explain anything. Then they'll, you know, make it. Uh, I trust these people with my money. One thousand percent more than I ever would trust the Fed with my money. Ha ha ha. They'll pass these temporary court orders saying that if we use the money then it's uh then we'll 
<laughs> someone trolling. What about the three million dollars in lost wages for the employees of the Redo Center? That was not sure what that means since you don't know me, but I'm clearly not the only one saying it. Uh, might be a good idea to pull the money out of TD banks. Crooks working for Trudy. Blah blah blah. I thought it had to be held in an American bank account. We'll go to jail. Why are you asking questions? Okay, you should just be loyalists. Just just understand they have your best interests in heart. Uh, the money, uh, it's apparently frozen. It's frozen. This, this, uh, yeah, it's frozen. So it's like, uh, like barely any of the money got used to do what it was supposed to do. The the only money that was ever used was uh, to help them fuel up during really yeah. super cold nights. Yeah. And then after uh, we paid for some fuel, which was not even out. Now, I'm not totally familiar with the timeline here. Uh, I don't know how long it took for GoFundMe to release funds uh, to Tamar Lich and uh, what Tamar Lich did. The story that we're getting from the two of them is that she set up a TD Bank account, uh, at which point I guess they got nervous and then they set up a credit union account instead and they moved the funds to the credit union. But now they're saying under the Emergency Measures Act that the uh, account has been frozen and so uh, the money apparently is either gone or they don't know what to do or they don't have access to it. And the people in the chat seem to be completely on board, you know? Just uh, amazing update. Great to see your faces. Thank you so much. Sending love and hugs to everyone there. Much like, yeah. what was it? I'm so sorry to hear this. Prayers are with you. 10,000 bucks. Yeah. Um, 13 altogether. Why don't you just give us the truckers' names or phone numbers? We could just donate straight to them. $13,000 worth of fuel to keep the truckers warm at night, to keep their. Interesting stuff, everybody. Interesting developments. Uh. This was, I mean, this isn't really, this is kind of doing that blanket statement thing where it just uh, kind of, one person makes everyone sound a little wild, but. Flame, they put out our eternal flame. I want them to know that the eternal flame is the almighty God of heaven and earth, our creator. And if you're interested, you know. I agree, Lettuce. You heard her, everybody. Get to get to getting, I guess. I could not share these clips of Pat King getting called out as a user right away. What's up, Mr. King? We want to do what we had planned all this time. You know what the Crown Property Regulations say? So if I go ahead and do this, you're going to arrest me? Yes. You'll arrest me? Yep. Okay. So any structure you're saying that I put up, I will be arrested. 
Any structure that you place on Crown property is what we we gave you in the Crown property regs, correct? Right. That says what goes on on the grounds here. Yeah. All the rules of the grounds. Yeah. If you are in violation of that, you will be dealt with accordingly. Dealt with accordingly, meaning yeah. I will be arrested. So, so if a First Nations person puts up a structure, or what you deem as a structure, are you going to arrest them? We'll deal with that situation when it comes to it. Okay. Well, I won't put up no structure, but I know thousands that are going to put up. Because you get everybody else to do your dirty work. Is that what? My dirty work? Your dirty work. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, no. Oh, no. I I, I, I want to agree. <laughs> it's, it's a really good call out. God damn. Oh, no. What's happening? Dave, don't, don't you dare clip this anyone, okay? That was... I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll regain composure. You stand behind people and you do it all the time, Pat. I've been here you a long time. I've been here I've a long time here. and I've, I've stood here thousands of times. I see the way you do it. You use people. I use people? You do. I use people. You do. We support him. We are choosing to be That <laughs> sounds so culty. We support him. We are choosing to be here of our own free will. Whatever Pat King says is the word of God. It's your choice to support him. I yes, it is. Card. Wow. Okay, right that's awesome. Okay, Mr. King. So you can do what you you think you're you're in your rights to do. We will deal with it accordingly. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And the best part, he provides sound bites for the future fun. All right. Let's hear it, Todd. I use people. I use people. I use people. This guy is so stupid, it's not even funny. Audio's a little off. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm using you. Did you know that? I'm using you. At least I stand for something. And not behind a badge. George, you going to go see the German? Yeah, and I think maybe we should go join them. Live, I'll tell you to come down. I use people. I can't believe that. I'm almost actually. That hurts me. And we moved and bunched everybody up on other streets. Don't think we're gone. We never left. Nobody's left, guys. Stop listening to the bullshit rumors. And that little green dot that you see that. Oh, sorry. Muted. Oh, goddamn. Uh, I was just saying, I want to. This, so, this is what's happening uh, both last night and this morning. But the, the whole thing seems to be like as people are either trickling or like they're really doing this whole like, you know everyone we need you all to show up we need you to uh, stand stand strong hold the line it looks like it comes onto my face like right there see that little green dot that's just reflection off the glass guys so don't panic hey buddy i'm good i'm good just giving in a giving an evening report when you heard about tamara lich crying he said the pressure was getting to people i thought of the man though oh that nah. Yeah, Chris Barber was just arrested. Lines from the lamp. That's right. A lot of people are fucking. Oh, they're they're, they're caving to that 
to, to the, the no, scare tactics. No, no, no. There's a lot of responsibility on a lot of people here, and the responsibility that we have on everybody else is weighing down on a lot of people. Yeah. And understandably, the stress level that we're going through as organizers and that, we're, we're really stressed, man. There's I have a son as well, bro. I'd rather be there with him right now. Well, we're... we're Depends on what's his we're whole future, alert, right? we're his whole alert. future, or a small amount of time fighting this war. That's right. The whole he brags about having secretly recorded audio in the interview he had with the CBC. First off, why is that a big deal? Because he records his interviews. Secondly, he never comes across as good in interviews, even if he secretly records them. Often he comes across as worse. When uh, they show the paper given to the occupiers telling them they needed to leave, Pat King continued to erroneously claim that they were not legitimate and nothing could be done to remove them. Going all the way down, and you get to here, all you got is an insignia. You got no letter, no right. sign, nothing signed by anybody. And look what it says. You must leave the area now. Well, no, not really, right? Well, we haven't left the area. Anybody blocking streets? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> is that your loophole? <laughs> uh, they told us to do something and we didn't do it, so clearly, you know, law doesn't exist. Or assets, but we're not. No. So it actually says. And nothing. it's right here. It, it says right nothing. Here. Look, 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 this is what they call an emergency lane. If you gotta move up and down, there's one lane open for everybody up there. And this street is wide empty. Look at that. Is anybody really, is anybody out there really blocking or impeding any emergency services? No. Hi guys. He thinks he found a loophole. Here tonight. We are going to watch. We are going to watch every single person. If they act, they are acting unlawfully. This has been evoked, not enacted. So, emergency measures. Thousands. Wow. So there's emergency measures put in place. There's also provisions in the emergency measures that state that you have the freedom of protest. You have the freedom of assembly under the constitutional law. So they're not going to touch you. Do not move. Do not get nervous. Do not get scared. They cannot. If they act on an emergency act that's not in place, that is called acting unlawfully. And they are acting under unlawful orders. They can't. This is one of the most dangerous things about people taking all their marching orders from, like, you know, a fascist, far-right, neo-Nazi, like, Pat King. Like, they're going to be listening to this and, like, oh, whoa, Pat King apparently just said in the live stream that uh, there's a loophole and then no one's figured it out except for him. Hold the line, guys. We'll yeah. find out next week. Watch us. Well, by the way, he's scamming them for his cryptocurrency. So you're right here. Watch as the police come by. We'll see if we can get him to honk his horn. Hey, hang on. Let's see if we can get him to honk his horn. How's it going, brother? Not bad. Look at that. He's even got his CVIP done and everything. He's all good to go. Commercial truck in a commercial area. Not breaking any laws here, guys. There's more, but you get the gist. Moving back to Alberta and the Coots border, Logan Murphy appears to be holding down the fort there, or perhaps a new location 20 kilometers away. Uh, this is a rather bonkers interview given by a friendly reporter, Selena, who's the same one I saw reporting yesterday, uh, reporting for The Real Pat King. If these firearms were legally or illegally owned, they don't mention if they were properly stored or improperly stored. Oh, if you don't know, they, uh, they arrested, uh, I think, 11 individuals, uh, and a handful of them were charged uh, for conspiracy to murder RCMP officers, and they found a huge cache of uh, like guns, uh, body armor, uh, ammunition. 
They said that they found a lot of ammunition, which is exceptionally subjective because a lot of ammunition to a private guy or an American or a military or police force is totally subjective. So, yeah, they found body armor. That doesn't hurt anybody. So what? They found a machete. Well, we live in the country. <laughs> I love the post hoc going on here. Body armor can't injure anyone. I don't see the big deal of finding body armor. Machetes, fine, can hurt people, but we live in the country. Everyone needs a machete. Because the farmers felt that if they were to... Yeah, someone who's worked on a farm. I've never used a machete before. <laughs> Maybe if you were trying to clear-cut a pathway through a forest. <laughs> what the fuck? Ah, uh, yes, farmer machetes. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're looking for the John Deere aisle? Yeah, yeah, just down there. You'll see the machetes. Oh, great, great. Yeah, I'll sharpen them up. Stay here on this ground. It's kind of like hollowed ground. And because that story came out of this area, it's going to bubble up. And it's going to bubble up. And regardless of the actions of the few, just by staying here, it would impact them. So they're moving away. Uh, I mean, it always comes down to who has their equipment on the ground. And as he holy shit, big update, everybody! The bouncy castles are going down. That's right, live here. The bouncy castles are being retracted. My word. The debouncification. This is what communism and tyranny looks like, everyone. You are staring into the face of a new Stalin era. Era. <laughs> I couldn't even do that properly. Womp womp. Seems like it's getting real. You can see it was mostly, well, I don't know if you saw, but there was farm tractors primarily. And it's the owners of those vehicles that are going to be sacrificing and taking the most amount of pressure because it's their equipment blocking the highway. And if, you know, there can be... They can choose to move them. Do you know that? It's like, oh, the farmers are really going to suffer at the end of the day. This is really impacting farmers. The farmers who have uh, blocked the, the, you know, the border crossing. Yeah, I mean, they might lose their machines. That's really going to impact them. There's just like they have no other option at this point. I don't see anything else that could be done that they could possibly do in order to not be impacted by this. 200 people here, but it really comes down to 12 to 15 people who are investing their equipment to block the highway. I'd like to point out that Jason Kenny. By the way, that's an important thing to mention because a lot of people, uh, there's been problems on both sides. Let me let me do a perfect centrism for everybody here, okay? You've got uh, the liberals on one side who have just ki kind of done the non-stop, I'm going to tarnish every single person who may have, like like, like I said, when they co convalesce on Ottawa on Saturdays and you see thousands of people there, not every single person who is in that crowd happens to be either in the alt-right or the far right or has a swastika or a confederate flag at home or anything like that. There is a lot of core members of this organization that have both been the planners and the people who are still holding out in the encampments those are core team members and yes most likely they do have either ties to the far right or they could be people who just genuinely all fucking hate trudeau that seems to be a constant theme with all these people um so when you see things like this where it's like the border crossing it's just that uh, you know 11 or 12 of us are really holding down the fort yeah th those are like the holdouts he has not shown up here for the two to three weeks this protest has been here and just like a lost child is told to stay put because they will be found uh, they have been staying put here for weeks and Jason Kenny did not come here one time. He could have gone into the smuggler saloon. He probably, and I put this at a 99% probability. 
they met with you. Does no like? Do they not remember when the RCMP like had a meeting with all the truckers? They were inside that like restaurant or bar or whatever it was, and it was all very calm. And the RCMP officer was like, "We're just uh, you know politely and kindly asking that you guys move and not block the border. Uh, we're not saying that you don't have a right to protest. You just don't have a right to shut down all of commerce between the U.S. and Canada. That's what we're asking for." And then the the truckers in the response were like, "We're fighting for our freedoms and your children's freedoms. We need you to come onto our side. We're on the same team here." That like that whole thing did happen. Could have sat down with the people inside there would have been no yelling there would have been no arguing to have anything adversely affected to line up with your consistent laws and where this energy and where this weight is brought down here uh it will simply shift and it will change and if you think that the farmers spent and the truckers and the canadians and all the people that supported this place the 11 to 12 people you just mentioned yeah i don't think they're representational of all the farmers in canada God, those communists. Uh, Tucker White 94, thank you for the 200 biddies. FYI, these truckers aren't representative of the average trucker. These protesters are the well-off truckers. A lot of them, does everyone know the founders of this uh, protest weren't truckers? None of them is a trucker. Pat King is a trucker. Uh, BJ Ditcher is not a trucker. Uh, Pat, what is her face? Tamara Lynch, not a trucker. None of them are truckers. The, the whole thing was founded by non-truckers. And they keep trying to use this. That's the reason this thing has been, like, uh, in my opinion, on their behalf. And also, thank you very much to uh, the the right wing media in, Can uh, in the U.S. Astroturfed as a workers' revolt that is representational of of the trucking community in Canada. It's absolutely not. Like, so many organizations have come out in in opposition to this. Oh, and still photography during Canadian history at Coots on the border as the blockade was coming apart. The wild thing is, like, a lot of these people, no one would have any idea who they were. They probably could have kept on operating as, like, you know, far-right extremists in Canada for a very long time and, and stayed under the radar. And now this entire thing is getting international attention. So, like, Pat King is, like, a household name now. Everyone hears Pat King and, like, oh, yeah, the Anglo-Saxon bloodlines guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy, right? Uh, it's making them into, into superstars. Um, he continued slavish adoration for Donald Trump. No surprise wow, there. Anyways... Oh, thank you very much, uh, Trucker White ninety four. Forgot the second part. I guarantee anyone who's driving for JB Hunt or TFS International and taking part in this, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, get to uh, a little bit of that. I finished making a, a a documentary on how this whole thing happened. Um, as for this morning, there's a rumor that Pat King has left Ottawa. That turned out to be a false flag. I deleted my tweet personally, uh, but I think he's just doing that to try and I don't know. He thinks it's like opsec for the RCMPs if they're not completely aware of the hotel room in which he's staying, which is also kind of ridiculous. Just got home. Chris Barber was arrested. Yeah, that's the one we were just watching. Saskatchewan convoy organizer in Ottawa says he isn't going anywhere. He's been arrested for mischief. Yes, he has been arrested. Now, who is this man? He's actually one of the big organizers. Yeah, remember the press conference where they, they weren't racists? And then immediately people pulled up all of the racist things he said? Yeah. The arrests are happening. No wonder Tamara Lich was crying yesterday. It's all starting to make sense. I wonder if the police gave them a little special warning. Stop or tomorrow you're done. Most likely. Like, I'm not going to lie. I've said this multiple times. This thing went on for so much longer than I ever imagined something of this scale would. Please put me in. That was the one I think I just watched. Yeah. It looks like the end might be near and action might actually be happening. It appears sec. there's going to be a move-in of forces to get rid of the convoy. 
This message here was followed up quickly by... Note that those traveling to an unlawful protest site to participate or support an unlawful demonstration can be charged. So since we've done this, we know it's going, let's take a look at the convoy before this news breaks, because this could change literally everything or nothing. We will see. So here's one of the members trying to advertise Glenn Beck. And as you can see here, even supporters were angry. He was trying to sell a book, and they didn't like the grift. They tried to start up a Honkistan thing. Okay, uh, it's pretty funny because if everything gets torn apart, this will be amazing and I'll definitely be tuning in. They posted what they claim is a leaked message from an unsigned RCMP officer, which has no evidence that it's real. And also, their animals are being told, you know, hey, you have to take care of them. If you can't, other arrangements will be made. Because, you know, they can't take care of their animals by having them live in a truck for weeks on end. And, of course, cannot forget, one of the organizers, Christopher Barber, was arrested. Yeah. That's, this This might be the end, so God, there might be a quick amazing. changing... Hey, big thank you to Trucker White 94 for the 200 biddies and Sweetheart uh, Scat for the 200 biddies as well. ...gears on the videos instead of following what stupid thing they say next. Next, It, it might be, you know, who got arrested this time. Um, well, I mean, Chris Barber just got arrested. Geraldo Schools Fox on the uh, trucker convoy. ...popular in Canada, Judge, is this trucker, this freedom convoy. One of the most entertaining and somewhat frustrating aspects of this convoy story is seeing American media get it wrong. Again and again and again, regardless of the outlet, they are missing key Jimmy points. Dore. Misconstruing the actual reality of what is happening on the ground. Jimmy Dore. From all different angles, especially, of course, on... The fucked up thing about Jimmy Dore and his whole reporting, I th like, apparently right now he's calling out Teamsters Canada, which is just, like, utterly bizarre. You spend all your day crafting this, like, persona uh, that, like, hey, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm a leftist, I'm, I'm for, I advocate for leftist causes, I'm very pro-union, I'm for union drives. Doesn't make videos on union drives, by the way. If you look at this thing, the whole thing is like anti-mandate, anti-vaccine light shit. Uh, and then all of a sudden, all the major unions in Canada come out against this. Like, almost nearly every single one. And then it's like, well, yeah, fucking, you see this? The fucking unions, uh, they're in the side. They're all corporate deep state. Uh. On Fox News. But, to my surprise, Geraldo Rivera, no, King of during Rome. a panel on The Five, absolutely schooled the other Fox hosts on this panel on the actual opposition to this con... In order to, uh, uh, to use this National Public Emergency Act, Parliament has to put his imprimatur on it. Eventually. So, uh, no, within, within two weeks, Parliament has to vote on it. Uh, my understanding is he's not that popular in Canada. How is he going to bring this to an end, You Geraldo? know what is not that popular in Canada, Judge, is this trucker, this freedom convoy. Well, what about the freedom of the homeowners to live in peace? What about the freedom of the shopkeepers to do business? What Ooh, about that's not a popular Fox News talking point because like the calls for freedom, it's always freedom for me, but not for thee, right? The, like freedom, where does one person's freedom begin and one person's freedom end? And then if you start talking about that, we can start talking about hierarchies and how we stratified society and class antagonism and things like that. But no, 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 no. Freedom is freedom the freedom of the auto workers to get parts so they can yeah, violate this when them. they were burning down the federal courthouse in Seattle for two months I did more than that I condemned it I condemn anybody who who feels so it, in, in, 
But what violence no, are they so empowered that they can take away your rights to establish their rights? What That's rights are not, they taking away? They're taking away the right of the homeowner to sleep in peace, the right of the shopkeeper to do business, where are you the right of the this? auto workers where to get parts these to rights do their <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch something other than Fox News? You know the code. We don't watch anything else. This is a perfect bubble. Come on. It's an echo chamber. What, what have you been, where have you been getting this stuff? They're not parked in front of people's houses. They are absolutely parked in the middle of the night. They're actually being welcomed. You, you are, it is conservative. <laughs> <laughs> They're being welcomed? Oh, we're playing that, that dude in Ottawa clip. That's but happening now. You're talking to in Canada. It is conservative media that yes. is, that is, has gone from support to incitement. Mm. Yep. These, these people wow. are violating the what rights the hell? of others in what is happening? Canada. The, the, are you saying the, we're inciting the, it? The polls that I see, the Hub, Ledger, Ipsos, these polls all show between 65 and 69% of Canadians oppose these truckers well, because this has gone on long enough. Oh. Wow. It, it broke uh, Greg Giraldo. Never thought I'd see it. Well, let's see how they're being welcomed. Thanks, King Room. See you in eight years. You think we like this? You think we fucking like you? No, we fucking hate Tucker White, thank you for the 200 biddies. land could talk or remember, what would it say? Yeah, just to make sure it's clear, <laughs> fuck you, shut up, <laughs> shut up and go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck you and fuck you, take your I don't give a fuck, kid, I don't give a fuck about you, go the fuck home, nobody fucking cares about your bullshit, you walk around with your fucking tailgate party and your goddamn nonsense, nobody fucking cares, exactly, put your fucking camera away, shut up your fucking ass and piece of shit, you don't fucking touch fuck you fuck you. Yeah, do you have uh, a link to the pot and spoon? I'd like to see that. Okay, so let's see a live feed of what it looks like in Ottawa right now. We're going to the trucker live feed, everybody. Watch out. The chat is going to be a little, little intense. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. All right. Take another look at the... Uh... Hold the line, heroes. By the way, you know the thing here is that like all these super chats, unless this like uh, YouTuber has explicitly stated that all the money is going to go towards truckers, you're just donating to the YouTuber. You're not like this money isn't going towards like. Been live cause. again. We'll be back live again after a short break tonight. Let's just have one more look at Thanks the stage this. area before uh, turning back around again. That's good, guys. Thanks for keeping me up to date. Hey, this is a teamwork, team effort. 
you guys are uh, keep an eye out on the streams Facebook and let me know what's going on right so you know I got to go to an area to get the camera on and that's great cab driver thank you so much for that cab driver so uh, it was plus five apparently so all the snow you're seeing is apparently within the last 30 minutes uh, yeah big ass cab driver that is uh, fast Water dropping bros. snow already signed up the uh, oh the actor <laughs> cab driver thanks man yeah no doubt no doubt uh, you're supposed to get eight inches baby. wow thanks for uh catching the arrest uh you're doing a amazing job thank you so much for that thank you thank you Ooh, all right paul bunt thank you thank you for exposing the media and the government my and pleasure the government. <laughs> i'm just eyes and ears on the ground right that's all i'm doing eyes yeah this is and live ears on the ground uh, thank you guys thank you oh. Imperial News. Welcome in, Raiders. Uh, we're currently watching the fracturing of the honking in Canada right now. There's been an arrest of one of the key members, and uh, we're just uh, recovering it as, as it uh, as it takes place. Uh, can everyone please go to twitch.tv slash Imperial News. Thank you very much for the raid, everybody. Oh, and there's still a raven. Yeah. There you go. I wonder if Kevin's going to go. go live. Actually, I should message him right now. Maybe we could raid Kevin if he is going to go live. Let me see. Let me see. I'm going to see if he is going to go live. I would like to see every single person in that Fox News panel who was like, oh, who are they bothering? Everyone loves them to move in right here or just right here or like right there or right here. I'd like to like to see or even right here. I'd like to see them move into one of those places and, and say the same statement. Uh, that's uh, only God forgives Trudeau. If, uh, if you're gonna go live, let me know. Jump, Jeff, I know. I'll fall if I jump. I got all this uh, gear on my hand here. So, uh, so. Yeah, I gotta get, uh,. Definitely gonna get changed up for uh, part two. Yeah. Snow is falling. Wait, was that was that just like a, a one-off? There's not like a DJ? It's just like, all right, we're now gonna do the ceremonial house of pain, and then afterwards you uh, can return to uh, your stations. It absolutely is a jump party, yo. <laughs> guys oh yeah the double standard is ridiculous you'd like here's the thing for everyone who's like well yeah but what if black lives matter was doing this i was like they, they would not be allowed to go on for this long and set up like this and all this kind of stuff like i've seen the fox news things where it's like well not only did uh, justin trudeau uh say that black lives matter was a worthy cause he actually knelt with the protesters i was like that protest was like a saturday and, and then it happened again the saturday afterwards it, it wasn't an encampment 
They don't. <laughs> they they don't set up bouncy castles. There's not raves. There, there there's not fucking hot tub land. There's not barbecue cook-off center. Like protests are going on right now uh, in the north of British Columbia in Ferry Creek. There's been over 800 people arrested there, and those are people trying to defend old growth forests. They are being pepper sprayed in the face and shit. There's no like, oh, okay, well, a handful of people, all these hippies, have camped out inside a bunch of trees and they're trying to save the forest or something. It's like fucking. Okay, that was just a bit. Was that actually just like one song? What was the point of this? <laughs> do they actually have? It's like, all right, six o'clock, uh, brothers, uh, we got to do our House of Pain jump off. This thing's pressing buttons on me here. Wonderful, just wonderful. All right, well, we'll go back to this. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Just kind of curious what everyone's saying. Uh, weather wants you to go home. Jeff is our Jim Cantor. Uh, go home. No freedom for you. Where's El Roker? Still alive. Uh, hold the line. Hold the line. Hold the line. Go in for the night. Go get warm. Mafia, don't pay taxes. Uh, it's fine. Uh, the guy freaking out is a cop. The gods aren't with you. The gods are with you. <laughs> All right. Chris Barber has been arrested. Yeah, I know. That, that news is making the rounds everywhere. I just want to see if Kurt has anything else. Chris Barber, a key organizer of the so-called Freedom Convoy, has occupied Ottawa streets for the past three weeks, has been arrested in Ottawa, CBC News has learned. Barber, who is currently in police custody, is suspected to face criminal charges and has been described as one of the key leaders in the protests in Ottawa, which has now hit a three-week mark. Barber is also one of the three protest organizers named in the class action lawsuit filed with the Ontario Superior Court by justice lawyer Paul Champ on the behalf of his client, 21-year-old public servant, uh, Zexi Lee. The suit names Barber along with fellow convoy organizers Tamara Litch and Benjamin Ditcher. Earlier this month, Barber responded to criticisms. The protest was negatively affecting Ottawa residents by saying the organizers had empathy for local residents. We understand your frustrations and genuinely wish there was another way for us to get our meshes across. Sorry, across, but the responsibility for your inconvenience lies squarely on the shoulders of the politicians who have preferred to vilify us and call us names rather than engage in respectful, serious dialogue. You aren't serious people. That's like that's the biggest thing here. Like, yes, Justin Trudeau uh, should not have just like as soon as there was just an initial protest or even people protesting on uh, on Parliament Hill on Saturday, you should not just try and be like, oh, well, they're all Nazis or swastikas or stuff like that, right? You should be able to identify the four key organizers of this convoy. A are not truckers. B have very credible ties to the far right. That's fine. You as protesters, your demands are the definition of unreasonable. Like, you, you can't hold uh, a city hostage or shut down a border and then say, until you respect me and honor me as the god king emperor of the sea. Like, if I said that, it's like, well, what are your demands? It's like, it's to become fucking Neptune or something like that. Then you'd be like, okay, well, these demands are unreasonable. And in the case of the protesters, yes, the demands are unreasonable. In A, the fact that it's the, pro the provinces, not the federal government that dictates COVID policy. To say an end to all lockdowns, mandates, vaccine mandates, like everything, the federal government can't not do that the second demand that the government just steps down you are asking for a democratically elected government to just cease to exist so no those are not reasonable demands so it's not like well it's not us holding you hostage it's the uh, tyranny of the government yeah that doesn't fly here like holy fuck earlier in the day pat king was given a verbal spanking by someone who may have been barber really oh that's good oh he looks worried we're following six of them right now Oh, the other blocked off here. 
How of all the people has Pat King not been arrested? Guys, only if you see police, please. Like he has like mountains of evidence. Every day he live streams and creates his own evidence. He's like, oh, hey, by the way, when he's not yeah. like, oh, thank you, PTV Live. Freedom with the Party of Nine. Hey, can everyone go to Twitch.tv slash PTV Live? We're just in the middle of covering uh, the uh, the collapse of the trucker convoy in Canada. But the man on a regular basis goes on a live stream and he's like, oh, if you're in a hotel, you don't have to wear a mask. That's your like fucking, uh, your own sovereign charter of Canadian rights and freedoms powers. If you're in a hotel, take your masks off. That's totally fine if any of you need fuel here's a fueling station and they say they banned the, the use of fuel canisters and all that don't worry about a thing just come over to here section quadrant 5c we'll sort you out hey if you got this like every day he's creating mountains of his own evidence i'm being a ringleader on this we're gonna go left on this one yeah and he does use other people's shields big red that's you hey chris it's pat here Thanks, PTV Live. I appreciate it. Thank you for the raid. Apparently, he was charged with mischief. Puddle drive. All right, let me hear that one more time. This is Chad and Floyd. Hey, Chris, it's Pat here. Oh shit, so, so okay, so this could be, we don't have confirmation of that, but this could be a pre-arrested Chris Barber yelling at Pat King. By the way, they've also publicly uh, said multiple times they do not associate with Pat King and they don't have any direct uh, uh, communication with Pat King. He's not involved, they keep telling us. an order in place here. We can't be blowing horns at a false, false web until we see police getting out of buses on side streets, then we blow our horns. We still have a court order and your name is named on that lawsuit. You advertising that fact makes you more liable. Well, we trying to save our guys and make sure everybody's <laughs> ready, bro. Don't wake people up. We're doing that right now, but we can do that quietly until we see physically police investigators. We saw them. <laughs> I love how they're trying to rein him in. He's like, okay, like they've clearly, they've clearly got a protocol in case they get raided, and that protocol is we all sound our horns at the same time or something like that. And he's like, do not do that, Pat King. We do not know what's happening yet, Pat King. Please don't give that command. He's like, oh, we're just trying to keep our uh, brothers uh, in, in check here, make sure everyone's all right, you know. <laughs> I was told one long horn was to tell everybody they were coming. Feel free to take over, man. I'll go back to bed. I've been up all night. Smart. This is amazing. I love this clip. Just just right away, he's like, uh, you think someone else can do it? Fucking, you tell them, all right? I've been putting in my time all night. It's like, okay, yeah, we're all great with that. Please stop. <laughs> come running in here, but you don't have a plan. Get a damn plan and then come tell us what we need to do. This is, this is for the safety of people, right? This isn't just for your fucking 
You know what, jokes aside, you, this is the thing that's really scary. You gotta remember that there's kids involved in this, and this is the fucking, these are the jackasses organizing a response to the police. This is what they're, like, signaling. Like, oh, you know, when we know the police are coming, we all, like, sound the longhorn all at the same time. What trying to do? This is for the safety of everybody that's here. Come up with a plan so we know what the fuck we're doing. Wow. Wow. No, no, Oh, he is not happy. Not happy taking orders. Wow. It's a bad that you come out running out here when, at the last minute, we've all been out here forever. Fucking, we don't have the comfort of that hotel room. You guys are fucking shitting their pants out here and you can't even come up with a plan, but you're telling everybody to wake up. To be ready, so that everybody is alert, because they're coming. Hmm. Wonder if Pat King will go rogue. I'm in the process of downloading the videos, so I'll have more on this soon. In the meantime, the talk online is becoming more desperate as they start talking about sabotaging tow trucks. Thank you to the person who sent this to me. Uh, greetings from uh, Mason Dixon. Much love. Attention. The word from the RCMP is that they are going to physically remove us. Our response is let's lock the country down. Show them the people have the power. Also, whenever a tow truck plays itself to grab a Freedom Convoy truck, surround it with as many people as possible. Pat King, using people's human shields. Sorry, this I, I shouldn't say this is Pat King, it wasn't someone named Tita, but like these tactics, very similar. Places surrounded with as many people as possible and deflate as many tow truck tires as you can. Use a jack and jack the tow truck up while he's trying to grab the truck. Creativity for freedom has no limits. Adaptation. Man, that's scary. Alright, well that's the last update from Kurt Phillips. Um, I'll take one last look at the uh, the live stream. And then uh, I'm probably gonna show the origin Have a little bite to eat too, and uh, get ready for part two tonight. We'll see what we can find. Communism. So I'm gonna check outside downtown area to see if. Uh, yeah, the fucking look at the donations pouring into this. Ten dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, twenty dollars, ten dollars. Just nonstop to fucking travel fund sixty nine. <laughs> oh, it was a good day for travel fund sixty nine. Let me tell you. Travel Fun 69's had a good uh, good week on uh, on the YouTubes. Fuck, same thing with this one. Hey, anyone here want to make some money? Set up a fucking uh, go if you live in Ottawa. Set up a fucking Freedom Convoy stream right now on your YouTubes, and you'll probably get a handful of random donos. Fifty bucks, fucking twenty bucks. And what is with the teepees in the donation? Like, there's this, been this really weird, uh, like, reappropriation of indigenous culture by the protesters. The checkpoints are real. Yep. They're pulling people over, over with, with flags, uh, on, the flags on the highway. Oh, I bet you. Yeah, I bet you they are. They're probably, uh... Police are arresting organizers. Alex KD in the chat, how you doing? How's Toronto? How's the weather there? You guys having the snow too, like us? Almost 50k, really. I haven't even been paying attention. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Thanks, guys. That's absolutely amazing. I don't know what uh, I don't know what we're at for subscribers, but that's great, guys. 45.8. I'd love to know what he was before this started. Like, I, I wonder if Travel Fun 69 was like, you know, like a 5k Andy starts doing this live stream and fucking just getting flooded. Andy subs. hot dog. Uh, 5.8. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Wow, that's great, guys. Definitely subscribe. I know a lot of people have not subscribed, but uh, hopefully you do. Are the streets normally this vacant at 6 p.m. Uh, in uh, in this part of town? Like this is like downtown Ottawa, isn't it? I've never seen uh, yeah, the streets so empty. Bell, so you do. 
Yes? Oh, See okay. the next live stream that I, uh, I stream today. God, no. Nope. Just passing the byword. This is the core of downtown. Market area? No. 58. 50, uh, 45.8. Wow. Absolutely amazing. That's all right. Yep, definitely on the road to 50k. Definitely on the road to 50k, guys. Thank you. On the road to 50k and probably made fucking, I don't know, I'm going to say at least a grand, judging by how quickly everything's been pouring in for how long have you been streaming for, my friend? Four hours! Four hours! Holy shit. Huh. How about that? And look at the snow. When do you think these protests will be over? Um... I had a feeling everything was going to start getting dialed back as soon as there started to be legitimate consequences uh, being put forth on the table. I think one of the reasons they were able to grow to the strength and power they had was that the police were just doing absolutely nothing. And again, the police need to be called out uh, for how they've handled this this entire time. But in the past 24 hours, I have seen a lot of cracks start to form. And when you start to see that, you'll notice the desperation starting to happen. So you'll see a lot of the people who uh, are supposed to be key organizers or vocal people starting to say, now is the time. Now is the time when all of us need to show a sign of force. We all need to come out in greater numbers. We need you now more than ever, combined with people starting to be like, oh, well, you know, I don't really want to get arrested. I don't want to have my car impounded. I don't want to have my assets frozen. I think I'm going to slowly, slowly back away from that, you know. And so that's what we're, we're starting to see that, you know, we're starting to see a reduction in numbers. The key organizer just got arrested, which is going to be massive. That probably is sending shockwaves to everyone else. One of the reasons why. I mean, I, I was hoping Kurt Phillips was going to update quicker, but I mean, he's working as quickly as he can. If you don't know Kurt Phillips, by the way, he's one of the people who works for anti-hate and he tracks uh, far right fascism and, and right wing radical movements in, in Canada. Um, and so he's basically the one right now who's got the... The, the finger on the pulse as to what's happening. I was told if I saw anything, I was told to get everybody to blast a horn, one long horn, and get people up and get them aware that they were coming. That's what I was told. When? Okay. No one thinks they will leave voluntarily? Uh, I think a handful of people are going to leave that aren't like true believers. Like if you have people who are just who are in there for a couple weekends. I mean, anyone who is encamped and not only encamped, but you know, set up the the hot tubs and started to build uh, structures and stuff like that. A, there, it does speak a little bit to your privilege to be able to just spend. It's going on three weeks now. Spend three weeks organizing this. Um, but the the level of sophistication that was done here too. I don't want to downplay because they did have an entire system where they were able to. Continue continually fuel all of these vehicles on a regular basis to keep them warm. Uh, a lot of the trucks and the RVs obviously have homes inside of them, so that's where they're living. Uh, combined with the fact that they're feeding each other, uh, like for an occupation and an encampment, uh, that is pretty striking that it was able to grow to that level and, again, have that kind of sophistication. Where I saw things turning bad was when they started deputizing each other and starting to talk about adapting their tactics. Like, uh, one of the first things they did was once they, like, one of the city's ideas was like well why don't we just ban the transport of fuel in jerry cans and so immediately they adapted to that and they started putting uh like drinks inside jerry cans like gatorade and stuff like that and water and then being like oh we're just transporting water this isn't fuel and so you can't get us all kind of idea and immediately the cops were like well this is going to be uh unusual for us because we can't just like you know levy tickets and then have it turn out to be water inside so this one's going to be a bit of a uh, problem deputizing their own peace 
officers, the peace force, and giving themselves authority to arrest citizens under citizen's arrest. That's obviously another scary escalation of the whole thing. Um, but if you have leaders and uh, key organizers starting to feel the crunch of, uh-oh, you know, it seems like things are coming down, people who aren't 100% invested in this, who aren't, like, it, it, all I see uh, as an end to this is either they uh, submit to our demands, I'm ready to go the distance. You've heard people say that, by the way, in those video clips. Like, I'm, 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 in, I'm in this for as long as it takes to, to get what we need, right? Uh, those are the people who are going to stay. Those are the people who will not be moved unless moved by force. Uh, and the people now who are starting to talk about more radical uh, steps, like why don't we, uh, you know, deflate our tires? Why don't we jack up our trucks? Why don't we prevent them from towing us? Uh, starting to, to use those tactics, yeah, that, that's when things like a, a lot of this has been, I think, uh, also an attempt to avoid uh, any kind of uh, violence, specifically because, again, there is uh, there's children involved. Anybody have a plan of what we do if the cops start raiding people? I am not fucking sitting in my vehicle if somebody's getting drugs out of their vehicle down the road. That's right. Okay, I come here to stand. I didn't come here to back down. That's right. Just making sure everybody's awake, guys. That's all. Yeah, I've been up all night chasing these guys around. That's all, guys. My heart's with you guys, and I'm here with you guys. Yeah, so here's footage of trucks uh, starting to leave. This is one of the trucks that was encamped. I mean, it may be the most potentially best case scenario uh, for those in positions of authority if the whole thing ends in a whimper. Just kind of like a slow de-escalation and an eventual clearing out until only like the most hardcore people remain and then they may be the ones arrested. I understand that, but we've been asking for a plan. Why, why are you guys so worried about everything else but no safety plan is in place yet? Because we're not in charge of that. Okay. What we I saw several leaks today on the live streams. Yeah. But the problem, the only scary thing I would say would be that that's when people like Pat King start to become more desperate because he has become a literal king in the past three weeks. He's become kind of just this like, you know, uh, deity of a figure that people turn to. It's someone who normally doesn't have as much authority as he does right now, given the power to be able to like, you know, speak to a large volume of people in his live streams and be treated and venerated like a hero. If you've ever seen the outdoor footage of when Pat King walks into like the large groups of them, everyone's like, ah, and cheering and stuff like that, right? Uh, and if you genuinely start to sink yourself in and believe like we are on the verge of a revolution, uh, then yes, things can, can turn scary. Well, yeah, the definitely drunk with power and cloud. Video, well, I guess that would come from Chris Barber and everybody else what the plan is. Because I wasn't privy to anything. I was told by some of the other people in the buildings that if there's something going on, honk the horns. Make sure everybody's awake. Okay, thank you. No, I appreciate that. We're just trying to figure out if there's a plan and why, you know, these our organizers haven't out of the safety of us while we're out here you guys know this we all know this is coming they're not these guys don't follow the laws they don't follow the rules and right. you think they're gonna get any nicer right, they're not you're absolutely correct i'm trying to do the best i can and god damn it we all appreciate it but let's just make sure that we're all going to be safe if they do raid us because 
I tell you, I'm not going down on my knees. If I watch somebody getting drugged out of their car, they're going to have to drag me away too. That's right. Well, we got to stay peaceful as well, guy. We can't forget that. All right, until we have more updates, let's just take a quick little uh, trip uh, to uh, an account that tracks what is going on inside the Telegram channels. Uh, shout out to uh, Noelle. Uh, the Twitter account is at Noelle Narwhal, uh, and she's been doing an incredible job covering uh, the happenings at your favorite place and mine. You all know it, right? Ram and cowboy butt like a breed of ram wanting to rut. 18 naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. Big hard throbbing cocks wanting to be sucked. Yes, I understand. Peaceful. 18 naked cowboys wanting to be fucked. Cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. On Amy Goodman covered the Ram Ranch? Hell yeah. Cowboy cocks. Ram Ranch really rocks. Big hard throbbing cows real deep. Cowboys even getting fucked in their sleep. Ram Ranch, it rocks. Cowboys love big hard throbbing cows. That this is happening. Videos are up. We're showing it all. I told Danny Bulford, please mess. But I am actually, Ram Ranch aside, kind of curious what is going on in the back channels right now since shit is actually going down. Uh, they're fangirling over Melissa Lanceman. Shocker. They want Trudeau to be impeached because they are confused about what country they are in. <laughs> I was like, impeach him. <laughs> One guy's complaining about the Pope. They want to figure out how to get rid of the Pope because, yeah, the ladies are arguing. There's some gaslighting going on about why they're still in Ottawa. One lady is troubled by Pat King's white supremacy. One guy says that he struggles with it and uh, squeaks out. That's not how racism works, but okay. I've got nothing for love for whoever is running this convoy. I don't care if he's racist or whatever. Oh, wow, somebody actually said it. Oh, this is, this is all, we're already current. Oh, you just started. Oh, uh, okay. The Ram Ranch reporting has just begun. Uh, we'll have to turn, we'll have to turn to it later. All right, we'll go back to that. Should remix all the past videos with Ram Ranch playing in the background? It's not a bad video. Not about the convoy, but have you seen this tweet? Oh, what are we, are we going to talk about non-convoy news? Oh, I was going to bring this up later on. Um... If anyone didn't notice this yesterday, after receiving numerous, this is uh, the New York Police Department official Twitter account, after receiving numerous larceny complaints from the Bronx, officers from the NYPD 44 precinct recently arrested 12 individuals following an enforcement initiative targeting shoplifters. The arrest may led to the closure of 23 warrants and the recovery of $1,800 worth of merchandise. And then they have to do that thing, you know, where they love showing off. This one is worse, by the way, because it's legitimately sad than that bust where the police were, like, flaunting that they had found, like, uh, what was it, like a half ounce of weed, a uh, whole bunch of like one dollar bills like strewn out to make it look like more than it was and there was like maybe two pipes i can't remember what else one gun maybe it was like the most ridiculous haul and i was like why the fuck did you do like what made you think like this was gonna be like a good thing or a good look but anyways what they were stealing were supplies like necessary like not that i'm saying i'm not endorsing uh, shoplifting right now i'm like oh yeah if you need supplies go to your nearest store and just grab whatever you want i'm not saying that but what i'm saying is that why would you think that this is appropriate to brag about this haul this haul speaks volumes about what and why people are stealing what they're stealing like do you know how sad it is that someone has gotten to the point where they're desperate enough that they have to steal fucking diapers for their kids like that that like 
when I first saw this, I was like, that, 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 like, that brings tears to my fucking eyes. Not, like, and then it just, like, boils me, because it's fucking, now you want to brag about this. Like, oh, we're keeping the community safe, safe from these evil individuals trying to put diapers on their babies. Fucking, all of these, cleaning supplies, uh, baby shampoo, fucking, uh, baby food, diapers, diapers. Just, like, gruesome. And yeah, they ended up deleting the tweet, because obviously the backlash was fierce as fuck. They reposted the pictures without... Oh my god, actually? <laughs> Why not just let it go? What is wrong with you? The 44th Special Ops conducted a very thorough operation at the local Rite Aid. We were able to recover $1,800 in merchandise, close 22 warrants by arresting 12 people. We were also able to apprehend an individual that was wanted in a bank robbery pack. Oh yeah, add, add a little bit more to it. There we go, there we go. Whoever's winning this Twitter account needs to reevaluate re their standards and spelling errors. Now, why did you repost it without the image? You're obviously proud of what you've done. Don't shy away from the details. It's true. I mean, if you're doubling down, like, oh, man, we got a lot of backlash because everyone was kind of like, well, it looks like they're stealing baby supplies. Maybe this kind of speaks to, I don't know, larger social issues than it does just, you know, a couple of criminals being criminals. Yeah, yeah. Good thing we deleted it. That backlash is fierce. Anyways, we should uh, we should post it again. Just, just take away the stuff that made people think it was yikesy. And then, uh, then we got ourselves a post. All right, so... Uh, some final thoughts on the fracturing today. Uh, I think this is slowly starting to show the cracks. Uh, we are going to see a um, uh, probably a collapse of the inner circle. Uh, those who had uh, been the key organizers and planners of this. Seems like Tamara Lynch is uh, really, really afraid right now of what's going to happen to her. It also seems like a lot of the people involved uh, in one way or another kind of feel like, uh, you know, the... Uh, metaphorical noose is tightening uh and when that happens you also see that there are people who aren't the true believers starting to pack up and uh leave so we are seeing trucks leave right now uh and we are seeing people starting to try and harden their tactics which usually happens in the desperation at the end of a cycle like this um i obviously uh, think it is of the utmost importance that the uh safety of uh the children involved uh has to be put at the forefront of whatever is taking place um, and if individuals are currently stating that they want to uh, employ, employ dangerous and illegal tactics, uh, people should be taking, uh, like, I can't speak to whatever uh, people monitoring this are doing, but if you are seeing channels and telegrams from individuals who are saying, hey, by the way, we need to, like, start slashing our tires and start setting up this, and maybe we should start chaining ourselves to trucks or whatever that kind of shit is, um, yeah, that shit needs to be taken very, very seriously. Uh, to say the least. One thing that's probably not going to be talked about once this whole uh, fog has been cleared and once everyone forgets that Canada exists and everyone goes back to believing that Canada is a wonderful little utopian country where everyone is happy and we have all these, uh, you know, things you find in social democracies like healthcare, just not, not in the same way. It's actually very limited compared to Denmark or other countries that have much more expansive healthcare than we do. But anyways, when you go back to that, because that's probably what everyone will do, you know? I'm guessing in three weeks' time, when this whole thing is over, everyone will just kind of like, ah, yes, that was a, that was a lark. I, I want people to, and this is probably the reason that I'm rushing to put this thing together, I just made a collaboration with uh, It Could Happen Here, uh, the podcast by Robert Evans. Um, it's important that people understand the, the how, uh, the how and the why, uh, specifically when it comes to the organizers of this and when it comes to how it actually grew to the size it did, because I can liken it very similarly to January 6th in the United States. 
I remember when January 6th was at that a near boiling point. And it wasn't like it just came out of nowhere, especially if you're someone who was monitoring this kind of stuff. If you were following what the fuck QAnon was in the United States, when Jan 6 went down, you weren't necessarily as shocked as I think a lot of the liberal media was, who were just like, oh my god, oh, oh these racist MAGAs, look at all of them, all these racist MAGA people, they're, they're trying to destroy our democracy, this is the only thing we'll talk about for the next uh, year. Um... It was like if you had been actually studying the way that, uh, you know, the storm and that uh, internet culture had been proliferating, how all these groups were intersecting in numerous ways, whether you have the Proud Boys, the Three Percenters, the Boogaloo Boys, uh, all of these like, you know, right wing militias uh, and all of them believing uh, in either conspiracy theories or, uh, you know, the idea that uh, Donald Trump was the white savior of humanity that was going to free the world uh, from the global liberal Hollywood elite Jewish cabal that were trying to eat kids and all the other shit that they were into um when you saw the like the vitriol and the anger online that has been spreading and proliferating in large part due to social media by the way zuckerberg's hands are not clean jack dorsey's hands are not clean they did not start to purge QAnon until it actually started to look as if it was going to become a very serious problem at which point they're like okay all right that thing that was making us a fuck ton of money before let's start uh, reducing the amount of uh, exposure people have to be able to spread this kind of shit but it's not as if it like completely changed the way that uh, twitter or facebook operates they still promote incendiary content we all get angrier the more we're on those sites uh facebook still has of their top 10 most frequent insights uh they're mostly conservative mostly ben shapiro outlets kind of shit like that um this this uh episode of the podcast uh it could happen here that just came out part two also got released uh the person who did the entire thing wrote about a 42 page document that tracks the entire history of this, how it came to be, where it, where it originated from, and it's not a surprise. Once once you see the whole picture, you realize that the same assholes who were doing this a couple years ago with the Unite uh, We Roll rally, uh, who have tapped into a very, very angry public at Justin Trudeau and vaccine mandates, and then uh, you know basically capitalized on all that in order to transform it into what eventually got astroturfed as a workers' movement. Um, I think that needs to be understood, and and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to make this, is I think it needs to be understood so people uh, don't look back on it and don't get fooled by the Jimmy Doors, okay? And I'm sorry, the Richard Wolves and anyone else, uh, or, or the Russell Brands, or the Joe Rogans, or, or fucking Glenn Greenwald is all over this one. Uh, all the people who tried to lie to you and tried to tell you that this was a workers' rally and that you should have supported it because you should have been supporting workers. Don't support any of the Teamsters or the unions or the worker co-ops who are obviously firmly against this, but... You know, support the the truckers at the end of the day. Not not the actual literal truckers of Canada. They didn't support this at all. Neither did the Canadian Trucker Alliance, and the vast majority of them are vaccinated. But the the truckers TM. You know, it's almost it's almost like a trademark at this point. As an escape from the more divisive, violent, and fascist elements of U.S. politics and culture. But just like climate change, capitalism, or any other enveloping force, fascism and the slide towards it can never be truly escaped, right? There is no other, there is no a way. And it's especially hard to see it when it's growing on the back of your own head. Their corporate communists are stealing money. It, I mean, this is literally theft by deception. Primarily through Islamophobia, far-right ethno-nationalist tendencies have been bubbling under the surface of Canada for a long while. And since Trudeau has taken office in 2015, 
Yeah, it's Garrison. I'm glad you all know Garrison. Uh, I basically reached out to Robert Evans and I was like, hey, those two podcast episodes you just did on the origins of the trucker rallies and the far right in this country that is never talked about was excellent. Could I turn it into a YouTube video? And, and they were like, hell yeah. There has been a perfect politically allowed boogeyman to blame every problem onto. That can include everything from Trudeau is taking away our oil and gas jobs or Trudeau is bringing in Muslim terrorists to Canada or Trudeau is starving your children through health mandates. Canadian right-wing protest has been steadily growing the past five years. There's been multiple flare-ups of far-right rhetoric with the Canadian Yellow Vests, the Western Separatist uh, Wexit or Western Exit Movement, and the pseudo-fascist People's Party of Canada. Incorporation of pandemic conspiracies and anti-vaccine sentiments into the already disaffected rural Canadian right-wingers starting in 2020 and continuing to the present has accelerated not only the conspiratorial far-right rhetoric among conservative voters, but also what is seen as valid political action in those people's eyes. But before we get into how the convoy started, with anger concerning COVID-19 health mandates and misinformation concerning empty store shelves, we have to first go back in time to even before the COVID-19 virus was a blip on anyone's radar. In February 2019, the Canadian Yellow Vests organized something called the United We Roll Convoy. The result was around 170 trucks driving cross-country through the more liberal east to Ottawa. The goal was to represent the concerns of disenfranchised oil and gas workers in the western provinces and their opposition to proposed environmental and new energy policies. Yellow Vests Canada was largely founded by individuals already associated with Canada's far right, which at the time was primarily united through anti-Muslim racism and Islamophobia. Inspired by the French Yellow Vest movement, they copied their aesthetics and adopted new grievances and reactionary rhetoric that would get them a much larger audience. By the time United We Roll arrived in Ottawa, the media started to catch on to the more problematic elements about their organization. Neo-Nazi Faith Goldie spoke on a stage, Many members of hate groups responded in attendance, and with numbers so low, it made their more extreme participants stick out. Instead of focusing the message on oil and gas, as they claimed to represent Western alienation from a distant liberal Ottawa, some of its participants seemed more interested in protesting Ottawa's immigration policies than arguing for specific fixes for Alberta's oil patch. Plus, if you peeked inside any Canadian Yellow Vest Facebook group, you would be flooded with hundreds of examples of explicit anti-Muslim racism and calls for Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's arrest and execution, a theme that remains common among COVID conspiracy demonstrations today. But at the end of it, United We Roll was widely considered a bust, with only a few hundred participants in Ottawa, and despite raising almost $150,000, the organizers failed to disclose how much of that money was actually spent on convoy expenses like gas and food. Afterwards, the Yellow Vests Canada movement started to kind of die out, though some holdouts kept smaller demonstrations going for months, particularly in the conservative oil province of Alberta. But to us now, United We Rule can be seen as a small test run for the current situation in 2022. In fact, it shares many of the same organizers and even the same promotional materials. Except this time, they have the added weight of many more people radicalized into conspiracism throughout the pandemic and much more funding. 
So with that in mind, let's dive into the components of the initial organizing effort. On January 14th, 2022, a GoFundMe account was set up for a so-called trucker convoy ahead of the January 15th adoption of the mandate requiring all cross-border transportation drivers to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Vaccine mandates in Canada have been in effect since October 30th for ship crews, railways, and airline workers. But effective January 15th, the federal government expanded the requirement to truck drivers returning from the states, and those who will remain unvaccinated will not be able to enter Canada without quarantine. One week later, a reciprocal policy went into effect in the United States for Canadian truckers crossing into their border, which means going forward, you cannot really cross the border at all while remaining unvaccinated. At this point in mid-January, a majority of Canadians still broadly supported health mandates aimed at limiting the spread of COVID. But a big hey, part of the Jeff early Woldorf. propaganda Everyone, push for the convoy Jeff was... Channel. Jeff underscore Woldorf. It's switch.tv slash Jeff underscore Woldorf. Photos alleged to have been from current Canadian grocery stores, which they were not. And yeah, it, it absolutely is. empty shelves. The idea was that COVID restrictions were already severely impacting the supply line, and any additional mandates would begin to starve the population and effectively shut down international trade. Put a note in this idea, by the way. It will come up later. Ideas for another truck convoy like United We Roll have been tossed around for a while online. And with this new mandate on truckers and vaccines, a time presented itself to give the convoy idea another go. In the early truck convoy organizing, there were primarily four familiar far-right faces working together to set things up, none of whom are truck drivers, by the way. The originally listed organizers on the GoFundMe page were Tamara Litch and BJ Ditcher. Both have notable experience with far-right organizing. Tamara Litch was born in my home province of Saskatchewan, but now hails from the town of Medicine Hat, Alberta, where she served as an organizer for Yellow Vests Canada, a regional coordinator for the Separatist Western Exit, or Wexit, movement in Alberta, and now the secretary for the Maverick Party, another far-right extreme separatist movement and fringe political party. Litch started attending and boosting Yellow Vest events starting in 2018, and her social media posts from around the time show in one moment calling out some hateful rhetoric from within the movement, while also posting Islamophobic articles of her own and conspiracies about the Muslim Brotherhood operating in Canada. A few days after the GoFundMe was created, Benjamin B.J. Ditcher, one-time Conservative Party of Canada candidate, People's Party of Canada booster, and co-founder of a Canadian far-right podcast network, appeared as a co-organizer on the GoFundMe page. 2019, he claimed that Islamist entryism is rotting away our society like syphilis. Benjamin Ditcher was also one of the first people to give a speech at the first proto-fascist People's Party of Canada conference in Quebec, saying that the Conservative Party of Canada is suffering from the stench of cultural relativism and political Islam. And yeah, the, the pictures here were from America day. when they were used. It is suffering from the stench of extremism the same way third world countries suffer from extremist groups, separatist groups, communist guerrilla factions, paramilitaries, this is the guy that Jordan Peterson James had on. James Botter was another one of Peterson. the four key organizers of the trucker convoy to Ottawa. Botter is an admitted conspiracy theorist who has endorsed QAnon and called COVID the biggest political scam in history. He's also a former activist with the Yellow Vests Canada and United We Roll. Botter's main project, however, is running the Canada Unity website, which is one of the original nexus points for organizing and spreading word about this convoy. 
The group contends that vaccine mandates and passports are illegal under Canada's constitution, the Nuremberg Code, and a host of other international conventions. Bader has long been a fringe figure, but his movements started picking up steam and support as announcements and continuations of restrictions aimed at curbing COVID-19 spread have continued. The last big major player is Patrick King, another former Yellow Vester, one-time major figure in the Wexit movement, as well as United We Roll. On January 18th, 2022, Pat King hosted a live stream for James Botter to promote the Canada Unity website and to announce it as the official page for the Freedom Trucker Convoy, or as they called it, Operation Bear Hug. King is a conspiracy theorist and popular streamer that attracts an audience farther right than Canada's usual conservatives. King's made headlines for drumming up fear and then following through with his supporters with violence at rallies put on by BLM and Antifa. Now what it is, is it's the part of the depopulation. And a lot of people don't understand what that means. And what there is, is there's an end game. It's called depopulation of the Caucasian race or the Anglo-Saxon. And that's what the goal is, is to depopulate the Anglo-Saxon race because they are the ones with the strongest bloodlines. So the less procreation, the less white people or, you know, Anglo-Saxon, let's say Anglo-Saxon because when I say white, all, all the Antifa guys call up the race card. So oh, we're call us damn Antifa. In a 2019 stream about the then upcoming federal election, King complained that he had to leave the movement due to their lack of success, saying, quote, the election won't matter unless you want to change your national language to Chinese or Mandarin or Hebrew. He then went on to compare Chinese names to the sound of change falling downstairs. Unless you want to change your national language to Chinese or Mandarin or Hebrew. You might want to... I think that's got to be the, like, the making eyes version of the brackets, eh? Change your, uh, your name to Ishmael? Or drop a bunch of change down the stairs and call yourself Chongqing Ching Chang? <laughs> he has publicly distorted facts about the Holocaust, a form of Holocaust denial, saying, I do know that the Holocaust was reduced to 1.5 million and not the 6 million that it was said to be. He then invoked the anti-Semitic conspiracy theory that Jewish people are secretly in control of world governance, media, and finances, saying, quote, The questions that have been asked several times to the ADL and to the Jewish government and communities. We have Jewish world bankers who are dictating our government policies and controlling our politicians, unquote. So yeah, considering King's history of saying blatantly fascist things, some organizers and convoy supporters tried to distance King from the Freedom Convoy movement to not damage the initial fundraising effort. The controversy around King resulted in a statement being released onto the fundraising page saying, King is not and has never been affiliated with our movement, nor has he been a part of our great team of volunteers. The update uh, was afterwards deleted, and then King claimed in a video that the statement was a public to because he was being attacked online. For a while, King was still listed as the Northern Alberta contact for the western portion of the convoy. So those are the four people that laid the organizing groundwork that spawned this entire thing and put it into motion. 
But what made this convoy different from United We Roll 1.0 is the almost two years of COVID isolation, which has given ample time for groups like the Yellow Vests and extreme far-right groups to completely fold into the rapidly growing anti-vax and COVID conspiracy movement in Canada. Clean up your room. And along with that, using people's seething hatred of Justin Trudeau Raven G, to radicalize the $5. thousands and thousands of people gotta sign online, off, gotta be to, the to getting them more comfortable Adios. with Hasta the idea of participating in political protest. It's really important to mention that the protests are not organized by Canadian trucking unions or really Canadian truckers. The largest trucking unions have come out against the protests, and they do not appear to reflect the values of most Canadians or most Canadian truckers. More than 80% of the Canadian public is vaccinated, including almost 90% of truckers, according to Canada's Minister of Transport. The Canadian Trucking Alliance issued a statement saying it does not support and strongly disapproves of any protests on public roads, highways, or bridges. According to the Canadian Trucking Alliance, the mandate could impact around 12 to 16,000 Canadian commercial drivers, which is just about 10 to 15% of the industry's cross-border drivers. Clean up your room. During the pandemic, repeated polls have shown that the majority much. of Canadians Appreciate support that. public health measures to contain the pandemic, but the number of Canadians who would like to see restrictions end has risen in recent weeks. With Omicron cases on the decline, some provinces are starting to remove restrictions and requirements. The public sentiment appears to be moving in the direction of opening up communities. Throughout the last two weeks of January, the number of Canadians saying that they would like to see restrictions end has risen by 15 percentage points, to a majority of 54%. Demonstrations have found a way to tap into pandemic fatigue among conservatives across the country after months of lockdown. More than two-thirds of Canadians have said they have very little in common with how the Ottawa protesters see things, but 32% say that they have a lot in common, according to a recent survey conducted by a Canadian research firm. Unlike 2019's United We Roll, the Freedom Convoy Against Health Mandates was able to successfully capitalize on Western feelings of neglect and isolation from the ruling liberal elite in the East and in the capital of Ottawa. The right ingredients at the right time flung the trucker freedom convoy into the conservative zeitgeist. The original GoFundMe page set up on January 14th to financially support convoy participants was able to raise $10 million in just under three weeks. Uh, so that's that's uh, all I've got right now. Probably going to put the finishing touches on this weekend. I'll try to get it out by Monday, and then you can share it. I know a lot of people have been asking, how do I show this to my uh, like my uncle or something like that? I saw that a lot in the chat the other day. Hey, can I send this to my uncle? He still thinks the trucker convoy is, is a bunch of truckers. And I, I really want there to be something that lines and lays out exactly how this whole thing happened. This was completely 100% founded by members of the right to far right to alt right in this country and uh, a lot of people got duped that's going to be the sad thing that's going to be when the air clears in this whole thing if it just like slowly uh, disintegrates and then everyone is left wondering what took place a lot of people including people on the left got fooled into thinking that this was like uh, a workers revolt uh, of some kind you know uh, if you want to listen to the full version of that podcast go subscribe to it could happen here Robert Evans podcast. Uh, Garrison is the one who does that episode. Uh, it's a two-parter, and the two-part uh, podcast episode. Obviously, I won't be. I'm only using it to talk about the origins 
but the it goes from everything from the origins of how it started to how it continued to escalate to how it got out of control. It interviews a bunch of people who live in Ottawa uh, to hear what things were like directly on the ground since day one. Uh, it's very well researched, really well produced. Can't recommend it enough. Go listen. Uh, it's called uh, Convoy Protest Part 1 and Part 2, I think. Yeah. And yes, I know. Richard Wolf. I... We have been having a back and forth, the two of us. All right. Um, and once again, crab dance, I guess, for uh, Chris Barber. We'll see how that goes. I think the live streams are done for the day. I don't see any more donations, so it's probably offline. <laughs> Thank you, Travel Fun 69 for teaching us what you did about the world. Um... Oh, how about some comedy? We're going to have to bring in a lot of firepower to get us out here. Trust me. The word is out now. and they Walter Masterson, times they I guess, is in Ottawa. Practice. When they do show up, then they're going to come this week. I know what they're going to do. It, And uh, yeah. we'll see what, how it goes. I mean, <laughs> yes. What tactics do you think they're going to use? <laughs> to move us out, to get us to move. <laughs> you just gave me a completely separate live feed. And it's the exact same shit. Look at this. Oh, that's New Zealand 100 though. Um, yeah, like I'm saying, if anyone is, uh, if anyone is strapped for cash, it'd be a great time if you live in Ottawa to set up a live stream and just start talking as if you're a trucker. It looks cold as fuck. Oh my. Cold night in Ottawa. What are they going to do? If I lock the doors, they're going to have to break the windows. The only thing they're going to do, I say they're going to come in with tear gas and tear gas the fuck out of us. You know? But still, even at that, there's no, these trucks ain't moving. I'm realizing lately that the police hey, what don't up, work creates? for us, well, no, the don't. people. They, they work for the municipality. They work for the state. Yep, exactly. You know, they work for the city, you know. And a lot of these cops, they you don't. Know? They're with us. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of them that... Yeah, that's true. You could just... Or you could just take someone else's stream. And, uh, there's an idea for you. Don't do it, obviously. I'm completely 100% joking. In Roblox, of course. But if you wanted to do that in Roblox, you could always take the Ottawa Live feed and then all of a sudden be like, uh, just add some dialogue. Just get yourself a mic and then be like, oh, we're here. I can taste freedom. Uh, the white freedom of the Lord is slowly pouring itself all over my face. Frozen white sprots. We got big old ropes coming down from God himself onto my face here in the middle of Ottawa. Just do something like that. I spoke to them and you know they support the cause and everything. But you know, they gotta stop Innovative, if they want of course. In Roblox. If they In want Roblox. to take back our country, they have to support us too. Like, they can't apply the the rules all the time. They're doing it. They're they're putting Well, this wasn't funny at all. Walter Masterson. I thought I thought you would have you would have some silly. We're here to stand up for our freedoms. Show show the government that uh, freedom matters. We're not just gonna give in to the tyranny. We see what they're doing. We see what's our eyes are open. Yeah, it's it's pretty obvious what they're doing. I think everyone can see it. You guys need to fight for your freedom because there is an underlining agenda that's going on. I don't know how much you know. I'm not going to get into that. They do this. Like this guy? A little too, it's a little double Smoke and skin? Chat, chill, smoke, LA, police, pursuit, 420, 710, scanners, police scanners, smoke sesh, smoke party, sesh, news, Ottawa. Wait, is this, is this pro or anti? It feels pro. Trudeau, need, Trudeau needs to go back home to Cuba. Yeah, it's it's pro. It's pro. 
right in front of us. Yeah, absolutely. And it, they right think they think that we can't see what's right. going on. Exactly. Like, right we're doing in a charity? Yeah, us. absolutely. And like, like we're stupid. But probably exactly. part of it is we were all very. He's just restreaming out. This is pro. Yeah. Nice. Our eyes are open. Our eyes are open, and we're completely But he's offering like, criticism so and commentary. Stupid. We don't see what's going on right in front of us. Exactly. They make it seem like we're all so stupid, it's and terrible. we can't see like what's going on right in front you know, of us. It's amazing the duality in all of this. They can't go to school. They're forced masking our children. It's disgusting, <laughs> and it needs to stop. They're not gonna pull us again. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, they're not gonna. They're not gonna do something right in front of us. And it's like you know what? And think we're so stupid that we don't see what's going on. Yeah. I'm glad that we have more people like you here. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, Walter Masterson apparently is live in Ottawa. Oh, yeah, I should finish with this. Mike Lindell and his 10,000 pillows blocked from entering Canada to join the trucker protest because he's not vaccinated, I think. The controversial pro-Trump CEO of MyPillow was reportedly turned around at the Canadian border as he and his videographer were attempting to join the trucker protest in Ottawa. On the same day, a truck carrying over 10,000 pillows, including 1,000 Bible pillows designed for truckers and children, was also intercepted across the border uh, through the Ambassador Bridge, uh, reported Canada's National Post. According to Lindell, his uh, videographer and driver of the truck were all turned around on Tuesday as they were unvaccinated and did not have a negative PCR test in hand. The ongoing trucker protest, which has become the culture war at this moment on the American right, is demanding an end to Canada's vaccine mandate to re-enter the country, which is why the truckers have snarled traffic at the U.S.-Canada border. Lindell has spent $25 million of his personal fortune to try to prove the 2020 presidential election was stolen from Donald Trump. Does this have the second part? So he apparently also said that he was thinking of, if they won't get let me across the border, he was going to send the pillows over via drones and literally rain pillows from the sky upon uh, Ottawa and I don't think he even for a second thought about the logistics of what that entails and how much trouble he would get in <laughs> like fly my pretties my army of pillows as they go across the border <laughs> oh, the children's bible pillows sure let's check it out children's bible story pillowcase oh, that's a lot of reading on your pillow in the beginning, there was no earth or sky or sea or animals, and then God spoke in the darkness, day one through day seven. Wow. <laughs> Daniel in the lion's den. I think Daniel would get eaten. I don't know. Do you enjoy the surfs, but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the Surf Times in podcast form, available on most major podcasting networks now. If you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free, just like the podcast. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Just, we beseech thee to smite down our enemies. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your humble court jesters here to amuse you. To our lords, Trevor R., we give thanks for this spit of land for us to eke out this meager existence. To our knights, Merid, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Ellie Leslie, Alex P., Brandon, Words Greenwood, Nate, That One Guy, Hagbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Daniel Sutton, Coulter Smith, Val 9000, Jenna Tall, Quiet 185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, The Tim Caucus, Multimondi, Trevor Yanis, Lemmy101, Anthropophojack, 
Sharon42, Catherine, Radical Maniac, Ramon Acosta, Nkosin, Violet Orchard, Sophie Baby, Political Puppy, Andreas Chiringuito, Zach Christensen, Josh Mickelson, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We raise our flag in a veil, and we salute you, our friends.